Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 167 of the Codex Prime podcast for Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Burr. Yep! That's right, yeah. And and uh, joining us in the studio, once again, three very special guests in the building, friends of the show. You know them as the UWO. What's up, fellas? Hi. What's going on, everybody? Hello there, Dave, children. Dave, shout out. Homeless was waiting. He was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we apologize for the... Captain de- That's right. That's right. Yes, I own it. I love it. Uh, yes, we apologize for the delay because um, uh, four gentlemen, um, as you see here, were late. Uh, correction, correction. They were late. Uh, three, okay. I'm sorry. This is a two-parter as well, and <laughs> just like anybody who watches the UWO podcast on Facebook, technical difficulties, technical difficulties always occur. So that too, you, you know it happens. You knew what was happening. Yes, that too. So once again, I welcome uh, Brian Lopes, uh, Eddie Ortiz, the angry fan, and the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi, Kyle I Chapman. Don't know what I am. I know what I am. That's right. And I'm not. First time. I am not angry. I'm passionate. <laughs> you said Brian. You said Brian's name wrong. What? The philosopher. Fickle. Fickle. Oh okay. wait, wait, wait. Oh, we also discovered this in the vehicle on the way over here. Mr. Bird, would you like to make the announcement that I What's now good, hold Q? the record as a feature? Oh yeah, guest. yes, yes. Oh yeah. Um, Mr. Lopes here has the record mm-hmm. as our most return guest. Really? Not one, not two, not three, not four, not even five mm. or six. Seven times. Seven times. Seven times featured on the Codex Prime podcast. Thank you guys wow. so much. Congratulations. That's right. We want a trophy. Congratulations. High five. <laughs> Chris, high five. I'll take one every time. All right. Nice to be Rob. I'm about to share it too. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, we're here. We're, we're talking. Sorry, guys. Yep, as they're, oh, me too. Don't get as they're sharing uh, the episode tonight uh, with the UWO in the house, you know what that means. It's going to be all wrestle talk. Tonight, we're going to be talking about AEW's inaugural <laughs> event, <laughs> Double or Nothing. Oh, you puppets are going to get it. <laughs> so, loyalist puppets, be warned. And um, you can listen to the cries of many loyalist puppets as we get in, get an all in all elite. I am rowing down the river of them tears. Yes, you can row down the river of tears with a pair of Studio Regent headphones. Amazing <laughs> segue. Great segue. Yes. He gets. He's been getting better every time with these. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Yes, sir. I only got one line, so I'm like Billy Gunn. I got one line. You gonna chime in this time, or you gonna just let the Iconics fans handle this iconically? Excuse me, you guys. Say it right. My bad. <laughs> uh, that's after the plug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cheap plug first. <laughs> All right, you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, what you see on this table is a pair of Studio Region wireless headphones that connects to all Bluetooth devices. You have forty-eight hour of bad, uh, bad. Wow, forty-eight hours of. Uh, battery life. I can't get go. the damn word out. Yeah. Uh, battery life. They are sleek, stylish, comfy, and the sound is smoother than a baby's butt the second day home. Mm-hmm. And as always, if you enter in the Codex podcast on the promo code, you get 15% off. And there is also free shipping in the USA. Thank you. That was a that promo was cut as badly as the Iconics cut their promos. <laughs> I thought you were going to say as bad first as of the all, first hour of Raw. 
Especially the way no, Brian nothing said, as bad as the first hour of Raw. Especially the way Brian said free shipping in the U.S. in the USA. It was iconic. <laughs> now this was worse than the first hour of Raw. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, no, sir, whoa, whoa. sir. The first hour of Raw is about as illegitimate as that Super Bowl that you bastards won. Oh, you, wait, what? Why what? you gotta get started? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why you gotta Did get you just started? Which one? We won? One, two, two three, three, four, huh? five, huh? six. Hold on, we need another hand. Another hand, six, another hand. Huh? Which, which one? Which one? How many does Carolina got? Huh? Just let me know how many Carolina got. Let's check. Let's check. Let's see who's Back in the comments. Please. Laura, Gabe, I'm not a Panthers. Shout out to Ronaldo. You in the building or something? Ronaldo, Mr. Impact. Yes. And from the party nerds, what up? He's going to be on the show real soon discussing E3. Man, that's... Mm -hmm. E3 looks good. Yes. So he's not doing a showcase, though. I don't know, man, because I was looking forward to a particular game, which is telling me not uh, uh, nameless, because when I finally played it, it was a walking piece of dog feces, and I had such high hopes for it. Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't waiting for AEW's video game. I ain't waiting for the AEW video game. That's all I'm waiting for. Fuck everybody. everybody. Yeah. No, don't, don't nothing. Don't no, you no, can't no. put that don't on him, Missy Bobby. No. You know why? You know why it's gonna be good? Because it's gonna go back to THQ is gonna step in there and be like, "Fuck you, Vince. You want to throw us out and go to 2K?" Okay, they're going to step back in there and bring back some fucking original where you can actually do shit in the video game and not fucking have to be, oh, this guy is tired. I'm gonna I don't want to play a video game where my guy has endurance and gets sick and tired and can't lift up the big show because he's a cruiserweight. No, I want my old video games, my old wrestling video games where I can throw freaking big show off the top of a fucking steel cage with Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. but, but it's pretty true luck because if you watch Kurt Angles last week, you know, he got tired pretty quick. Undertaker, he gets tired after walking to the ring. Hey, hey, this hey. is why I don't want the 2K <laughs> series no more. Hey. We haven't even gotten into that. Okay. I don't want life like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Undertaker always showed in Saudi Arabia. So oh, <laughs> yeah, Saudi Blood Money Part Three. You know, the only streak that he's on now is the one in his drawers because he's kind of like <laughs> he's pretty old, bro. Like. You know how old I think Taker's trying to build a new WrestleMania streak at Saudi Arabia. Taker's about as in the past as the Cowboy Championship rings. You know what I mean? Like you got to watch his glory days on VHS. Just like the pan, just like the just like the Panthers playoff hopes. Oh, Eddie, isn't it great to not have that problem? All this Tom Brady and Bill Belichick on the sideline, man. Y'all can't talk shit to us. Oh, it's gonna end. Hey, hey, until when it ends, then come talk to us. Till then. Y'all have 20 years, 20 years to figure this out. I just want to say that the Cowboys are going to be as bad as that Joker trailer was. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. That Joker trailer is magnificent. <laughs> hey, I cannot wait for, jo for Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and I cannot wait for Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne Batman. You shut your mouth. No, 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 no I'll give no. you Joaquin Phoenix. I'll no. give him a chance. But Robert no. Pattinson, Yo. get the Ladies fuck out of here. We have to make an announcement <laughs> because he is here, ladies and gentlemen. Pedro is in the building. What up, Pedro? Oh, Mr. Oh. Pedro Pedro is in the building. What's good, Pedro? Hey, I just want to know if he's holding up the computer to or his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you doing a little dance? Wait, wait. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Yo, they have remixed him dancing with everything. They What's did. Good, Cora. 
Corey, what's happening? And it goes with everything. Oh, trust me, Corey. You'll find out if you keep tuning in. I, I earned that. Man. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Man. All right. So, and big shout outs to Dina. She's on the chat. You know, Dina. Hello, Dina, baby. this is our one. Hey, 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 she got me sweet bread. I love that. <laughs> um, gentlemen, um, her, her man is right here. Yeah. Hello. Brian. Yes. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so welcome one and all uh, to the AEW Double or Nothing uh, chat. We're going to be talking about all the matches on the card, our favorite moments, even some moments that were kind of eh. Also, some bears of the week. We're going to get into some WWE talk, namely that 24-7 title, among other things. The greatest thing Vince McMahon ever did. Uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Oof. That is uh, the twenty four seven title is on the same. Can we can we not discuss? I, 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 I can't talk about the it. The same of greatness as the XFL. Listen, first run. Go, go, I, can we talk wrestling <laughs> before we talk sports entertainment? Yeah. Wrestling. Yes, let's talk wrestling and not comedy tag teams like the Iconics. So, sir, <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> How dare you? Mike drop <laughs> merch. <laughs> Smirch the name. You know what it is? It's because he's living in the past. You I know. know. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't understand the future. See, and the future is. I got it! These two just don't understand. <laughs> they just don't understand. These chicks uh, Gabe, are dark matching SmackDown shows <laughs> after 205 Live. After. And not even getting a victory. Nope. How many matches have they won since WrestleMania 35? Enough to keep the championships. I'm sorry, how many times have they lost the titles? Because our truth lost his twice already. Our truth is a three time champion, okay? <laughs> little Jimmy little Jimmy. Little, little Jimmy got a title run in there real quick. Uh, oh, oh man. man. But Gabe Jackson really just asked himself if he needs a censor. I told him that's on him. No, I'm just back. Don't you think? Yeah. You can be you, bro. We, we, I, I already warned him. I warned him. It, it's Facebook, man. Go ahead, push that limit. Yeah. We're trying to see how far we can go before Zuckerberg comes after us. Nick Thomas. You know I've been pushing that motherfucker. And it's not my Facebook profile, so whatever. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So. so, if anybody doesn't hear from Carl Bird for 30 days, you're welcome. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about all AEW All Elite Wrestling's inaugural event, Double or Nothing. That's right. What's up? What? Awesome. Which... Suck it, puppets. Not a t shirt company no more. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Tell him, Eddie. Which uh, took place Saturday, May 25th at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, let's see. We had uh, seven matches on the main card plus two pre-show matches. Um, all in all, an A-plus event. We're going to get into it with the first pre-show A-minus. match of the evening. Okay. A-minus. I'll take that, too. We're going to get into it with the uh, kickoff match on the pre-show, which was the 21-man casino battle royal. <laughs> Over the budget battle royal. No, no it was the casino battle royal. The buy-in battle royal. The buy-in. The buy-in casino battle royal. Yep. Had a qu- that had more names than a Kardashian marriage, man. I'm trying to tell you. Or it a did. Experience. Um, oh. Listen, yeah, it was kind of a. Sh- <laughs> I, I love the way they kind of took a shot there at the at the whole name changing thing. Like, come on, <laughs> the whole show. I don't give a fuck what the puppets say. The whole show was laced with shots. Fuck yeah. Okay, your Hall of Fame was laced with shots. It was. It was. I mean, AEW I mean, t- didn't take the first shot. WWE took the first shot. Hey, Brett, look, a fan's coming in. Man, <laughs> man that's we're gonna talk about later on. We're gonna talk about him. Oh, yes. great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we had the uh, 21 man casino buy-in battle royal. 
Um, had a really cool, uh, uh, clever setup, which um, di different sets of wrestlers drew different suites. Mm -hmm. And so, like, groups of wrestlers came out. We definitely cut down on the time instead of individual entrances. Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately, we had uh, Adam Hangman Page be the winner of the 21-man battle royal. So he gets to receive a future AEW World Championship title match against the winner of the main event between Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, which we'll get into later on. Or does he, though? Because I, ha I have to bring this up very quickly. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Ondina, my baby. Because she brought this up to me and brought oh, this to my attention. Oh, my God. I, I have to. Right, yeah. Gentlemen, uh, if we're going to talk pro wrestling, I right? I got to move away yeah. from this guy. Really I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, for all my UWO peoples out there, don't crucify me for this. Uh, Eddie, I don't know if you want to back away, but I have to say I'm going because uh, All right. So we're watching the Battle Royal, and there comes a point where uh, the gentleman who is an amputee, who was in the Rumble, a double amputee since he was three years old, gets eliminated from the Rumble. Mm -hmm. Now, as I'm watching this with her, she looks over to me. She goes, that's bullshit. The rules are both feet most uh, must touch the floor. He doesn't have feet. How's he eliminated? He should win. I'm sorry I had to get that out there. I told you, babe, I would say it. But goddamn, Dina, it is true. Do not worry, Dina. I will be in that same room of, in hell with you because when it happened, I thought to my it went through my head. I didn't say it out loud, but I didn't it, say it out loud either. It bro. came in my head. I was like, wait a minute, he has no legs. I gotta say, I gotta say. So I mean Don't worry. Yes, right. I'll see you in hell. Right. What is that? <laughs> Just so you know, they call me the hater, him the angry fan, and he gets to wait, uh, gets away with saying shit like that. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I curse what was philosophical about that, man? And, <laughs> I mean, factually, it's true. And hey, and don't forget what MJF called that. Uh, that, that oh my rating. God! He's like, "How do you like that, Lieutenant Dan?" <laughs> oh. And he said with the accent, "Lieutenant Dan." I was like, "Oh, oh man." MJF was. Money all yeah. night, all yeah. night. MJF star. is a star. star. Oh yeah, he, he, he'll yeah. be he'll, he'll be the top here. Don't show the label. Don't oh, yeah, show sorry. the label. No showing labels. We don't do Toast that. Toast MJF. <laughs> oh yeah, they're grooming him to be the. I'll get my ass. I'll get a sponsorship. They, <laughs> yeah, man. You, you can yeah. already you can already tell they're grooming him to be the top heel of the company. Oh, yeah. Once once Jericho's done doing his thing, he's going to be the top heel of the company. Yes, and and I agree, Gabe. Uh, that battle royal was better than the first hour of Raw. Absolutely, easily hands down. All right, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know, back in the day before everybody had a smartphone in the bathroom, you used to grab a magazine, and you know, when, when you're sitting and doing your duty, yep. that was better than the first half of Raw. I've, I've read the back of spray bottles that were better than the first hour of Raw. The Game of Thrones ending was better than the first half of Raw. The Sopranos ending was better than the first half of Raw. Yep. Uh, Hawaiian pizza was better than the first half of Raw. I've literally watched Page Dry that was better than the first hour of Raw. All right, I have a question about the, the Rumble. Yeah. What's your favorite moment from the Rumble? Homeboy doing that 450. The, the WMBT. That was ridiculous. What the fuck was his name? How in the hell do you do that? <laughs> the flippity flips. Yeah. What's yeah. his name, by the way? Dustin Thomas. Dustin Thomas. That's <laughs> his name, yes. Even though Private Party, they get, Private Party got kind of shafted in that. They're a pretty good tag team in the Indies. And Who? I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Big Blue. What the hell's his name? Which one? It's Romeo. The really, really big guy. Oh, uh, Luchasaurus. Oh, Luchasaurus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shout out fun fact. Fun fact. I actually found that out today. Yeah. He was actually one of the original Ascension. Yeah. He was originally really? supposed to be part of the He was the original, original Ascension. Ascension. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. A spinal injury caused him to have to, you know, go on the injury, injury list. And while he was injured, they 
let him go. Oh man! And recasted the Ascension. But originally, he was the one of the members of the Ascension. And shout out to Austin, man. He was like I said. If anybody who watches Big Brother or is a Big Brother fan, he was on Big Brother Seventeen. He was the one that was dating Ronaldo. I don't think that was a power bomb. That looked like a, like he straight dropped Janella. Ja, shout out to Janella. Joey Janella. He takes some bumps. That dude dropped on his head to the table. He wrestled I, for like three minutes with a cigarette staple gun to his head. Yeah, but that, that that choke slam that choke slam thing uh, to the table uh, he didn't land on his back yeah, to that yeah, table that was, that was he landed on the back of his neck to that yeah, table but I've seen some of his stuff that no it looks like it's a botch but that's his style. sometimes I think he takes the bumps like it, to make it look like a botch like that superhuman guy. Yeah. This is for the gigolos and gigolos. But don't want to lie. I like this page on Facebook. I love that kid. Every week, new video. If you check out some of Janela's stuff on YouTube, and some of the bumps he takes, it looks like, wait a minute, that was a botch. No, it's just the way he takes the bumps. Shut up, yeah. superhuman. That kid's awesome. Kids, don't try that anymore. How is he de- not dead, dude? <laughs> now, now I heard that uh, Pac was uh, originally slated to be the uh, winner of the Twenty One uh, Battle Royal, but he chose Cry Baby Pac. Yeah, he chose a no show because of creative differences or no, visa originally, issues. Well, originally it was supposed well, to be him and Hangman. They call him yeah. the bastard, so he must have daddy issues because well, he's really soft. You know what I mean? Like he's not booked to win, so he's out. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. And well, listen, no, listen, 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 listen. No, I gotta defend Pac a little bit here. Okay. There's contradictory reports out there that it's a visa issue, that he couldn't get a visa to work in the States. If you look back, it kind of makes sense. He has not worked in the States since he left the, the, the WWE. All his, all his work is... He's, he's, in the, he's been in the Indies. In the Indies in the UK and Japan. He's done, he hasn't... He's done, he's done like one or two spots in America. No, he hasn't. He, it's, Canada, UK, it's, he can't... Apparently, he can't get a visa to work in the US for some odd reason. I don't know if it's true or not. You know, but that's the con. That's the uh, that's the other report that. Yeah, she sat down. But that's the one of the things that was created differences. He was going to, you know, lose the page at the pay per view, which apparently he did not have a problem with. It was the future losing the Kenny and stuff like that. I guess maybe he has something personal with Kenny. Who knows? But the thing is not trying to put himself over. He took the loss to Jericho. Yeah, the thing. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. It's all right. It's all right. We'll we'll, we'll get into it in full detail. You know, but the thing right now is that he just the once half one story says that he you know walked away to the Austin Aries. The other one is that he can't get a visa. So we just don't know. Austin Aries. He's about to be blackballed. He's about to be. Uh, He's going back to MLW. No, he. He no showed them already. He, yeah, he pulled out on them already. He was supposed to debut. I'm done with he Austin. pulled out on them already. I'm done with him already. Damn. AKA Kano from Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> yes. Like yes. I thought that. I thought they used him as the, the younger Kano. Yeah, I was like looking at him like. Mm. Somebody put a picture. I'm like, did he stand it? Did he, did they use him for this? Which is uh, he needs a he needs to pay royalties. Uh, I don't think he's in the comments. Nah, I don't see him. Yeah, but he, can, he can attest to my greatness in that game. Yeah. But uh, Gabe says Pac looks like a Oompa Loompa aspen swimming in Old Bay season. Oh come on! Don't <laughs> don't get salty on Pac, man. It's not our fault that Pac did that shit, man. Well, it's just. I could have seen Hangman before before I give him the before I put him in the category Austin Aries. I gotta find out more. Yeah. 
If yeah. you do go to the AEW page, you do get to see the match that happened in England. So you yeah. do get to see Pac versus Hangman. And that match was pretty good. I wanted to see it in that venue. Yeah, I wanted to see it in that venue mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll straighten it out between uh, Pac and AEW because he's a he's a prime talent, and hopefully he's, he won't go the Austin Aries route where he's yeah. just like blackballed and gets a negative reputation as yeah. being a douche because he doesn't deserve that. But mm-hmm. but yeah, so Adam Hangman Page, he's the winner. And then uh, after that, we had the first ever official AEW singles match between Kip Sabian and Sammy Guevara. The one thing I didn't like about the show, Dude, they, cru- they, they gave the cruiserweights the pre-show. <laughs> they gave the cruiserweights the pre-show, <laughs> man. Their middleweights really wasn't that great. But they, but it wasn't that great. But they gave the cruiserweights the pre-show. I'm, what have we been screaming about WWE for the last but two it years? It wasn't that good of a match. But you know what it is, though? The match <laughs> on the pre-show actually made the most sense because... With all due respect to Sammy Guevara, who has like a YouTube following, who has like a little buzz going off for himself. Yeah, he's Kip not Sabian much known. Like a European they're, wrestler. Yeah, they're both not much known. They're not really known in the U.S. Like, like I said, Sammy has that little YouTube internet buzz, and you know, it, it made sense for him on YouTube to wrestle on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was cool. I actually enjoyed. But the, the cruiserweights got the pre-show. Middleweights, they're I middleweights. It, I gave it a two out of five, bro. I really did. I, didn't I think it was. Really. I thought it was a pre-show. I was actually expecting more. Considering the two guys that were going in, I, I was that was the most disappointing match. Like most people say, probably the women's match, but no, that one was. But I, but I was looking at it as they put the cruiserweights on their pre-show. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck, Cody? (laughs) Personally, I like the match. I just wish it was more time. Did they have like a match time? They said around like nine minutes or so. Um, I think it was like around 9, 10 I don't minutes. want to be on yeah. your Snapchat timeline. Yeah, it, it was like 9 or 10 you minutes. You better not put me on that girl filter. Like, like personally, personally yeah. I really you get the baby filter. more time. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really wish they had more time because we got to see a couple cool things from Kip. We got to see a couple cool things from uh, Sammy. I feel like this, that's a feud that can definitely go much longer. And especially if they're going to de- like develop a mid-card title. Mm-hmm. I can totally see these two guys in the mix for that belt. Yeah, both, got, came off looking like both, a both guys are... Uh, Fucking brand new, really, to the scene of wrestling and to the scene of fans around here. Because I tell you right now, ain't nobody know those two guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kip, because I've heard, you know, he's popped up a few times here and there. But I tell you right now, unless you you unless you follow on YouTube and unless you watch indie stuff, you didn't know you didn't know who Sammy Guevara was. No, I, well, that I could be Sammy. said about I've seen half Sammy of this card, though. If, you, if you're not into the indies, you're not going to know who happened. Yeah, that, that, you know, I noticed that. A lot of people said, I didn't know who was on there. Well, you, I'm well, not a fucking wrestling fan. It was spectacular. It blew you away. And the mm-hmm. fact that you didn't know who these were made you appreciate it even more, seeing as how you didn't know what to expect from these guys. No, see, well, I ca- uh, anybody who said that, I comment back, well, I knew who they were because I know how to do research and look at YouTube and watch other things besides... The WWE fucking shit show they called Monday Night Raw. You mean that that thing where they have um, after a great competition it's steps not that up, time yet. they it's have not that time um, yet. Uh, for about forty five minutes of absolute talk. Not a damn thing happens in that ring. Can no, we, can we, can we, I'm sorry. We're not there We're talking. Not to mention, I gave that match a four. We're talking <laughs> wrestling, not the shit yeah. break. No. You give that a four? Yeah, it wasn't a bad match. Yes. Your system is broken. <laughs> no, if, if the Sammy match had Sammy more time. Now, you gave the Battle Royal a five? Yeah. It was fun. That Battle Royal was fun. I gave it a three. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> Y'all asses 
Then you need to check your system. <laughs> I'm sorry, that battle royal to go back to it had yeah. spots for everybody. Yep. Every time a different group of five people came in, something always happened. Mm. Everybody had a. And by the way, can we go back and talk about Orange Cassidy, please? Was that not the greatest spot in the Rumble where he came in and was like, kick? Those kick. kicks oh, were yeah. vicious. <laughs> kick. Tommy Ooh. Dreamer was walking around with with a lip after that match. Dude, that that was, come on, that battle royal was entertaining. When was the last time you saw a battle royal aside from the one at All In that was actually entertaining? Royal Rumble mm. this year. Michael Nakazawa, baby oil. Royal Rumble yeah. this year was pretty good. I got to give WWE that. Huh? Royal Rumble this year was pretty good. Yeah, it was a fast pace. Which Royal Rumble? The Royal, the greatest Royal Rumble, the regular Royal Rumble, the Battle Royals they hold every other week on fucking TV. What the fuck? Well, Carl, I'm with you on that one. I give that a four too. We're talking about yeah. the second. You did not give that match a four. Well, I don't do a rating right. system, but I agree with it. I, honestly, the match itself was entertaining. It was good. I honestly have said this before. Like while we were watching the pay per view, I said I'm seeing moves that I've never seen before. And you, they're being done correct. You gave Ricochet versus Gorgano a four. You're going to say that, that match was just as good as that. It was not just as so good as that. So then I don't want to hear a four. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. It was entertaining. Yeah, it's, I don't want to hear a four if you gave Ricochet Gorgano a four. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's all relative, you know, really. If you, give a, if you put it in battle royal terms, then yeah. What, the battle royal? No, that match, Kit, Kit, Kit versus Sammy. Yeah, I give it like three and a half. I like his game. Different. <laughs> a half a point. Yes. That half a point is another. You don't understand. There's five numbers here, okay? That half a point is a lot. There's only five numbers here. Understandable. Okay. <laughs> I get that. I get it. I get it. True. All right. Three and so, a half. I'm more, I'm more of the victim then. There we yeah. go. So, yeah, Kip Sabian scored the pinfall. So, um, you know, two talented athletes. So, we'll definitely see more from them. And then we get to, we move on to the uh, main card of, of Double or Nothing. We have the first match of the evening, uh, the six man tag team match between SoCal and yeah, Censored. Why they call me a hater in about ten seconds? Uh, SoCal and Censored, the team of Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus the OWE Oriental Wrestling Entertainment's Strong Hearts, Shima, T Hawk, and L Lindemann. You gotta say it. You gotta oh. say it with your chest. Shh. Hashtag strong hearts. No, 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 no. S C U. Ah, gotcha. You gotta get him an S C U on that. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll let you guys go first because you're gonna find out why they call me a hero. So yeah, this was a. Uh, so this was one hell of a showcase between uh, these six gentlemen, um, especially O W E. If you're not familiar with Oriental Wrestling Entertainment, go on YouTube, check out some of their matches. Dave, you watch your mouth there, okay? It's out of this world. A A R P. Let's not talk A A R P. Okay, it's not gold, okay? Scorpio's the future. Yep. Frankie? Okay. No, Frankie looked great. And Daniels? Frankie did his thing. Okay, I'll give you two out of three. But age don't matter. To me, age doesn't doesn't matter. Because you got two guys, you got an entire roster or an entire group, right? Mm -hmm. Damn near all of them are over the age of 40 years old. And two of them are well over the age of 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And they still go out there. They look better than half of the roster that we see on another show. They really do. They move better than half of the people we see on another show. And these dudes actually know how to put on a match. They're entertaining as fuck. I'm sorry, but SCU training montages are one of the greatest things on YouTube. We'll it, give them that. It's entertaining. They're good. And they look great. And in the ring, they can move. Mm-hmm. There weren't really that many botches. Like, if anything, there probably wasn't a botch in that match. Yeah. When, when it came on that end, Scorpio looked like a freaking star. And shout out to Seema. Seema, Seema still looks great from yeah. the years I haven't seen the guy from when he was in Dragon Gate and stuff. Uh, T-Hawk looked great. Um, Letterman, man, that dude, whew, he's a beast. Yeah, he is. That little guy's a beast, man. Holy crap. 
Yeah, he kind of reminded me of like a mini uh, Minoru Suzuki. Yes, honestly, he does. No <laughs> knee pads. I, if you wrestle with no knee pads, you have issues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Can I, can, I, can I steal your persona for just a second? Man, that match fucking sucked. That was the worst match of the night. That match was terrible, and I love SCU. I love Christopher Davis. I'm a huge Frankie Gazaria fan. None of their talents was shown off in this damn match. That match sucked. And in fact, I was with people in the Wrestling Fantasy Warfare group when they were saying that this... Who? Exactly. Excuse me. When they were saying that this pay-per-view was starting off slow. That match was horrible. A one out of five, and I do not want to see a rematch. Do you know what that match was meant to be, right? Suck. That's what it meant to be. That I match, lived up to the expectations. That match, I had so much hype going into this damn match. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, they're opening up with this. What the fuck was that? That was my reaction at the end of it. That, that was, match was terrible. That was an You're a, welcome. That was an <laughs> yo, that match was an athletic showcase. There were there were no losers that, in that match. That None. That was, uh, that, watching it. We all lost. Wow. We wasted 10 minutes of our life in that piece of shit match that they could have put on way better. Wow. Way better. See, you just don't. I just have a burial of the weekend. You, you didn't, you didn't even co- comprehend that whole match. That match was the introduction. The match, that match was the introduction of OWE. No, that was the introduction. That was a showcase. That was SCU showcasing the Oriental wrestling. I swear to God, the iconic person Sasha Banks and Bailey would have fit perfectly on this card. If that is the bar that you were gonna set, that match sucked. I'm sorry. Please explain to me where it sucked. Everywhere. Please, please. Because you know what I'm going to say. You're going to throw rocks at somebody with a machine gun. So please, I would love to. Why why don't you go ahead and tell me what you liked about it? Okay, first off, tag team coordination. They explain. What? Yeah. What? Did you not see any of the sequences those guys put together? Did you not watch the Lucha Bros versus the uh, the Young Bucks? Yes, we'll I get did. To that. We'll okay, get to that. like I said, you're gonna throw rocks at somebody with a machine gun. No, OEW. That's, that's like the ocean tour. OEW had about five or six. No, no, time out! Time out! Time out! Time out! Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. And this is where I get the philosophical part of it. First off, OEW were hitting tag team maneuvers all day long. Second, they were stressing on the fact that now they're introducing a 10 second tag out rule where instead of five seconds, you got 10 Somebody seconds to introduce it. Okay, hold on. All right. Uh, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian were crisp on everything. Scorpio Sky looked like a megastar hitting flips and all this stuff, all this other stuff that we've seen other people do. There is no way in hell that match was horrible. That I match was that match was I'll bring up on a point. That match was clearly SCU showcasing Oriental wrestling that nobody's even fucking heard of. No. They said, listen, guys, nobody's heard about anything you guys have done. That was you guys go in there. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was very reminiscent of their and their run at the end of Impact Wrestling when they just Sir, care, do not bro. stop. That's, whoa, that's whoa, what whoa, I would whoa. compare that to. It didn't even look like they were trying to me. My perspective. That's because they. That's because call. that match was supposed to be about the Oriental the guys. The Oriental dudes. That's what. That's what. The, Dan, that's why Daniels challenged them because Oriental? he was trying to showcase. Their style. Well, I like my ramen noodles chicken, not Oriental. And, and that is a reason why. You put butter and hot sauce on the chicken noodles, it tastes better than the Oriental. Shout, shout out to All Little right. Man. Shout out to, shout out to his little man. He loves curry, man. Oh, <laughs> I, I learned that today. Oh, like, go, go, curry, man. Go, go. Curry, man. It's would have spicy. been a better match than that. That match sucked. Great. No. 
That match needs to be put in the AEW for things that we do not want to do. No. That that I, is an instruction manual of how to I'm not sorry, start I a company. Come, if that card looked like that motherfucking match, then this would be getting burial of the week. We will be sitting sir, here discussing a horrible sir. card if that whole card looked like that. Ladies, match. ladies and gentlemen, we are looking Ooh. for a third member of the UWR podcast. <laughs> Kyle is intoxicated. He's drunk. I mean, he's been drinking. I, uh, and, that means you're cut off, dude. You uh, also, uh, call that a fucking Uber. <laughs> also, I want to give a shout out to a uh, Furman who uh, just joined. Um, I know, you know, this is this is all uh, uh, wrestling tonight, but hey, stay for the fun conversation, oh, Furman. Yeah, we love uh, you. You know, Furman's too, Furman's too cool for us. Yeah. But get in, you'll learn something new. Yeah, and and I and, and I gotta tell you, man, yo, this opening match was 13 minutes and 40 seconds of pure raw athleticism. Like, if you come away unimpressed by any of these six gentlemen, then you have a screw loose. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, soccer is 90 minutes of athleticism, and nobody watches it. All right, just because you're athletic does not mean that it's good. Last night, right. the crowd loved it. The live crowd loved it. Yeah, because the they paid their money to watch it. Yeah. They also love it. You sounded like one of those people that said that electric chair segment from Raw was fucking the best thing they've ever seen on fucking wrestling TV. It was risky. <laughs> All right, so, um, so, um, almost- yes, ladies and gentlemen, he does have brain damage. He cheers for the iconics. <laughs> and he's a Panthers fan, so what, 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 what are you going to do? So, anyway. Technically. <laughs> He's right, a Ravens fan. Ah, That's yeah. Right, you're a Ravens fan this year. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Laura's in there. And, and the, the fl- oh, she's oh, she saw it. Yeah, she uh, mentioned that earlier. Yo. You, you in the flock, sir? Oh my gosh, but <laughs> honestly, 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 though. Uh, so, I actually gave it a two and a half. But do you, can you please read that that, that word to the, to the to the people there in all caps? Yes. Expected better. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. It's a blank canvas. Yeah. That's what it was. This so, whole show was a blank canvas. Oh, yes. Yeah? It's a blank canvas? Well, yes. It's not blank anymore. It got a little yellow stain on it from that piss stain that they left, man. That match was horrible. That sounded really racist there. That <laughs> really did. It was good. It wasn't said piss stain. Was he said piss stain? Yeah. He was cool. Uh, no, no. It, it, it yellow stain. Little, <laughs> it sounded a little suspect, but. Yeah, sorry. You know, you got somebody um, who's happy. These don't always reflect the views yellow. of the UWO, ladies and gentlemen. Have yeah. you not seen my kids? I can't be racist. So let's move on. <laughs> Ain't no he, way. That, hey, he's I, 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 that makes his mind. Hey, listen, he's. It would make the situation worse if I kept talking. <laughs> he's y'all co-host, so you know. Go ahead. What you gonna say? So, <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm still cool with your baby mama. So, so anyway, um, four out of five people got what they wanted from this match. So no, and and no, no, and you did not get what you wanted from that match. You just bought it because you like this damn card. You are trying to boost up this card and get more views for the AEW. Tell the people the truth, Victor. That match sucked. Okay, right. okay. A- A- Adrian, Adrian. Oh! Toe tag! Somebody! Shout out to the homie, Adrian, man. Oh, damn. Somebody had to deliver the truth to these people. Damn. All right, so. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting. So uh, let's move on to the uh, second match of the card. It's the fatal four-way match between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Nyla Rose, the native beast, Kylie Ray, and a surprise entrant, Awesome Kong. I like the, I did like the bait and switch, though, the way Brandy yeah. came out, and then she's like, you know what? I got somebody else. <laughs> I got yeah. somebody else. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good one. I, re- I remember our reaction. Whoa! Oh, the like, moment we, kinda... we popped. 
We did. We uh, yeah, we, we popped did. like we were in the arena when we saw Kong pop out. We were like, yeah, we what did. the hell? It was the biggest pop of the night. I can honestly say that. That that pop was one of the Kong biggest pops of the night. Jack, Listen, oh, it's my baby's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Nia Jax. Happy birthday, Nia Jax. And, uh, yeah, get those knees better. Carl, uh, Carl's lonely over here, so, you know. Let him be thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> no, I will oh, say... Oh, no, we thirsty. I will say, Awesome Kong is Nia Jax with talent. Burn! Boom. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Mr. Burn? Nia's not on welfare, <laughs> you little queen. Wow! <laughs> Oh, wow. oh, gentlemen, the show just but now, no, no, no. I, will want, I do want to say shout outs to you and Dina for allowing us to watch the event at your house. I yes. want to make sure we got that clear. Oh, oh, yeah. Bucks, huh? I need 20 bucks. You didn't come. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, also, Gabe said that Kyle didn't get what he wanted out of that match, just like he can't get his hair back. <laughs> Damn, oh, Gabe, hold up. You are talking to some gentlemen here. I mean, I mean. Okay, all right. That coming from somebody who's just like lips are still moist from titty milk. You know, what I mean, one, that's when you go. Maybe he's young, bro. Well, damn, man. Get Is your mind ever not in the gutter, sir? So, your mind has been in the gutter since birth. You know what? Like you came out and was like. Gary, so, never politically correct. First, first, but that. that's what she said. So I will, so I will say that the Fatal Four Way was definitely a, a big showcase for uh, Dr. Britt Baker. Uh, she's definitely going to be the flagship star of the women's division Baker in AEW. Is going to be a big rivalry. That, that is. That match, they took over. They took over. I hate to that's say it. I hate to say it. Should have been the opening. But match. the uh, <laughs> by the by midway through that match, the uh, Nyla and Kong weren't even fucking necessary. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. that. I, I honestly think uh, that that Rose. that yeah, match I, was more of a Britt Baker versus Ky, uh, uh, Kylie Ray. Yes, yeah, yeah. I I honestly think they botched Nyla Rose because yeah. this could have been her showcase and her breakout moment. And she's gonna be up and coming. Bro. She's gonna be up she's and coming. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. Give her time. Yeah. time, but I think that you know, <laughs> on this event, you know, See, she, I, she got overshadowed by Kong. Even though Kong's surprise was fucking awesome. Like yeah. everybody, we've all been wondering, you I'm know, why hasn't lie. she come back? I was. Legitimately shot. Like I watched it after you guys. Uh-huh. That match because you guys watched it live. That yeah. match I had to watch. Oh no, the game don't don't do that game. Don't 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 be one. Of the... <laughs> Um, but no, no. Overall, it was good. I thought it was fun. Ah, uh, damn. Will you? Smiley Kylie. Smiley Kylie yeah, is yeah. what Bailey should have been, in my opinion. Gabe, yeah. she's what you, Bailey you're going to get kicked out of an AEW arena for that. <laughs> and, and plus, I will say, like Kylie Ray, for her, like the money is in the chase for her. Yeah. Like, like she's definitely like that bubbly baby face, like kind of Bailey esque. Yeah, but, exactly. We were that. We yeah. Oh yeah, she, she's de- she's definitely going to be that one that's constantly chasing, 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 and then. When yeah. it drives you to the point of insanity, she'll finally win. Yeah, and when she finally wins, the roof will be like, like, torn <laughs> yeah, off the place, cool. too. And the one thing I can say about her when the whole, and I know people are going to compare her to Bailey a bunch of times, the difference between them two is Kylie has the mean streak in a match where she mm. can flip that switch and turn pissed off <laughs> the way Bailey hasn't done it yet and that we've always wanted Bailey to do. Nick Thomas. Yeah. And this isn't a shot at Bailey because I'm a Bailey fan, too, and I think she's great. Oh, yeah. But. When you're, people are going to compare the two. The only thing that Kylie has over Bailey is the mean streak. The thing that Bailey has over Kylie is badass. <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say it. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, like uh, 
They added Nyla Rose into this match. Originally, it was supposed to be just uh, Britt Baker versus Kylie. Yeah. And they added her in because she was like the third female to sign to AEW. So they just wanted to showcase her. Yeah. And then adding Kong, I, I feel they could probably have maybe had Nyla Rose have a mystery opponent. and But I could probably see maybe they're working Kong and her later on and everything. Yeah, I can not, Kylie and, and Britt stole that match from I hope him too. Kong yeah, yeah. Because they didn't even know she signed to all of No, she's, 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 she's scheduled for uh, Fryer Festival. Okay. Oh, nice. Fighter Festival. Cool. Festival. And, and also, I, I, also, I do hope that. that. Not yet, but I do have to. I will watch it. Yeah. I will watch it soon. Also, I do hope that, like, Brandy Rhodes is not going to play the way beyond played out heel authority figure because there were kind of shades of that. So I hope that that's not going to be her character moving forward as well. They're teasing her and Allie. I know her and Allie are supposed to fight pretty soon, too. And yeah, Allie uh, was on commentary. Like, I'm like, get your ass in the ring, Allie. Yeah, they, just, they didn't book it for the main show. But uh, I guess, I mean, I'm assuming she's going to play the heel. If you guys see the interaction between her and MJF and the cursing back and forth, Brandy's going to be a heel eventually. Um, I mean, she pulls up a minute. Good spare. Yeah, she does. her spear is amazing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's better than some people's spears, I'll say that much. But uh, but no, I mean, honestly. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. But but no, I honestly I think uh Brandy versus Allie would be interesting, but I do see Brandy go Brandy going down more of that heel road. Oh yeah. So yeah. But real quick, big yeah. shout outs to B Rob. He's just, he just tuned in, host of the Random Ramblings with Rob show and Wrestling is Trash as Shout out to B Rob. We were a guest what on the Rob. Well, I was a guest on both shows. And uh he actually just said where was it? Kylie has a butter beer leather glove face. <laughs> that wasn't nice. That's Come not on, nice. Insulting woman for their looks. You know, that's just wrong. So yeah, four talented, uh, four talented uh, athletes in the uh, AEW women's division. So hopefully, we'll definitely see more of them uh, in the future, holding it down. Uh, Britt Baker, definitely a, a top star. Nia We're Jax. gonna see more of her moving forward. Yeah. And and I gotta say, you know, like you know, these are these are top flight uh, women's athletes. Security so ra- rather than pushing like comedy tag teams from Australia or you know, what is so comedy? About They're not the sad part. This, no. Okay, the women's tag team championship. You, you wanted them. You guys you are the authority. Them. You were holding up signs. You were there, chanting them. And now we went to WrestleMania with a athletically gifted um, and duo. Do I'm telling you, comedic timing, stellar on the mic, Amazing. absolutely classic in the ring. Ring generalship, top notch athletes. They the, are the, the best tag, tag team, team in the, the world, world, Craig. <laughs> I was going to do that with y'all. <laughs> it's like, who the champs? Who the champs? Where How, are the champs? How many matches they, have they won? Where? Huh? They, did they win at WrestleMania? They won enough to become champions. So does so does Ryder and Hawkins won at WrestleMania too? That's right. Okay. Thank so you. are they still attack the Raw Tag Champs? Yeah. Who? Yeah. But not only did they, but win they don't get TV time. But you know who gets TV time? Not the Iconics. They do. Because last I saw, they were on SmackDown yesterday walking around with belts. And Raw. They got him. Sir. They got shade thrown at him by fucking Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Huh? Who? Who? Do they have belts? You mean mean Miss I Kid and grab I mean, a Beth title? used to have two belts. Hey. The Iconics hey. have two belts. I, I, don't, I don't see the Iconics on any magazine covers. 
Yeah, because they have <laughs> championships to defend. You know? Um, <laughs> we, we do have two comments here. Um, Gary Threat says that the Iconics are breathing life in the women's tag division. What up, my Thank man, you, Gary? We love you. Obviously, the women's yeah. tag division has no lungs. <laughs> exactly. And Nick Thomas says, is that still a thing? They might as well throw them titles in the dumpster like they did Sammy. Sir. Yeah. Nick. How dare you, Nick? What do you expect from us? Sad part is, I said the second they put those butts on the Iconics, that they were going to go to shit. Yeah. They were going to go to shit. But these guys were like, no, it's going to be wonderful. Quick question. It's going to be the best. Be AEW, but what have you seen more? The Women's Tag Team Championships or the United <laughs> States title? Oh, wait, that's not being defended. Or the IC title. Oh, wait, that's not being defended either. Holy crap. What about the Universal Championship? Who? You know, we got what a full-time champion. Huh? Full-time champion. Who? <laughs> he defended it. He defended it. Listen. At Money in the Bank. Listen. Did he defend it on Raw? When our truth is putting more <laughs> championship work than any other champion in your company, Whoa. you know you got some fucking trouble. Our truth's on fire. What you talking about? Give our truth a chance. Work. Well... Yeah, that just didn't well, work. Ronaldo. Right, Shit. Ronaldo. We, we, we actually got that with the goal. Well, uh... Um, we I, I will say, uh, uh, Brian, Kyle, let's 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 talk about a tag team that's actually worth giving a damn about. Let's talk oh, about the uh, let's talk about the next match on the card: the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Hang on, hang on, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. I call the best friends women. Give me a high five. High five. Uh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> best friends. Best friends. <laughs> I love. Can best I just friends. say, Angelico and Jack Evans? Motherfuckers, they saw you out in fucking in a black hole. Them shits were bright. Mm-hmm. They everybody that, had on neon green. They, yes, if they got they sucked did. into a black hole, we could still see them motherfuckers glowing. Man. Okay, the power could have gone out, and you would have seen the flippity flip still going. Cause these them shits were hurting my eyes looking at. Them. I'm like, I thought Smiley Kylie's shirt was bright. I looked at that, I was like, God. Damn, I gotta wear shades to watch this match. <laughs> uh, I'll say this about this match because I've been following Jack Evans since he ROH talks. Vulture Squad. That's my man. Yeah, said he it. talks a lot of shit. Yo, Jack Evans is the shit. I'm sorry. He was Mr. 630 before Ricochet was getting his buzz and Jody Fleiss and all them dudes. And he can sell his ass off, man. I I, I love Jack. And a Jellico, little oversell for me. That's why I gave it four. That's why. That's what Jack Evans is. But see, my yeah. thing is with Jack. Yeah, I always know that. I just that's my only gripe with Jack Evans. But he's so tiny. That's why to me it works because he's, he's a guy you could throw around and you know look like he can hurt himself. But and best friends are just awesome. Uh, see, that, that's the thing that kills me. A lot of people say the same thing that they got. That's the problem with the Jack Evans. But Dolph Ziggler oversells like a goddamn fucking motherfucker. Oh, we love him. The Rock. He should. He should be champion. Mr. Perfect definitely. Sean. Sean Michaels oversells. Oh shit. Triple H's ten minutes standing in the ring after a boot to the face. That was one time. (laughs) But it was amazing. You're also like Ric Flair oversells things. Like the greatest ever. Overselling's an art form, man. But I, I will say this about that match: it was very fast paced. Everybody, looked, the only person to me who didn't look good in the match was Angelico. I felt like he was stuck in second gear and didn't want to go in. I, I felt like he was like the he, prop for Jack Evans. Yeah, he was the only one yeah. that I felt didn't go out the gates. Burst he should have been Jack in that SCU match. J- Jack looked great. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Angelico. De- he he oh. definitely. It's okay. They, is he, they is wrestle he together. A lot of shit again, man. They wrestle together. Honestly, and best friends, Chucky e. T, the Kentucky gentleman, is awesome. Trent Beretta is just 
he's just they're both dicks and yeah. they're best friends at the same time and it's beautiful. The whole crowd was was holding hands. That's friendship, man. Uh, Every time they embrace in the ring, it's it's in the Okada fadeaway camera zoom. Like, come on, it's starting to sound like him when we're finding Dory. Okay, <laughs> did you cry with finding Dory, bro? Calm down with the Chuck and Billy 2.0. I had like a, I had like a no, tear. No, no, no. See, they're no, not gay for no, each other. They're no, friends. You wait a minute. All right, so they're... Yes. Wait a minute. I got, I got it. I got it. Spoiler, spoiler. It's been a, like, a month and a half, right? Did you cry when Tony Stark died? I did. Oh. I did, man. Listen, man. I cried, I cried throughout the end of Endgame. When we saw old Captain America there, I was like... And he gave you know, Sam Wilson the shield. I was like, I cried for two hours after that after that movie, man. Jeez. I cried on the drive home. He cried on the podcast when we were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I did. Gary, I am with you on that. The day Rapungi Vice broke up, I was so sad, but... Oh, the, the, Trent's a heavyweight. Trent's a heavyweight. And Iron Man, Damn. by the way, sorry for such a... Well, no, no, because Trent, Trent and Rocky were, um, were the original home. Rapungi, now it was Rapungi 3 crazy. No, that was a homie. <laughs> yeah. But now, when Trent was a heavyweight, man, it, it really was a sad moment when Trent finally said, you know, Rocky, I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> Gabe said no, Chuck and no, Billy's on no, the tag team. They are not anywhere near Chuck and Billy. No, no. They are not said, shaving each other's back. No, they're Chuck and... No, no. It's a tag team friends. that we... They're best friends. Didn't they're not they homies. Get, didn't they're they get friends. married on that segment? They almost got married. Almost. 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 <laughs> they had Bishop yeah. ruined it. Yeah. Oh. So, but, uh, hey, hey. They never were shaving each other's backs. That's right. Yeah. So, fuck the revival. <laughs> I had to get that in there. Well, Cody oh. already said that on the show. Yeah. I'm mad. He actually just the money you don't yeah, he's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, what the, that's what people don't understand. They're like, oh, oh, they took a shot at the revival. No, they're friends with the revival. They want the revival to get fired. They want the revival. To, there's a contract already waiting for them at AEW. They turned down some money from WWE. And, and, and you know what? Like Vince if, knows this. That's why he's holding them hostage. Yeah, and you know if the revival if the, had the revival turned down the WWE's contract, like this would have been the perfect spot for them to debut when the lights went out. Would have been beautiful. Yeah, that would have been the perfect spot. Like the, the crowd would have went ape shit. But instead, you had the the Super Smash Brothers, and they came up to chance of Who are you? I love you. Yeah. It was fun, but it was definitely like. Nobody knew who they were. Yeah, that was more for something for someone like me, who's a diehard, watch everything, don't care. I know these people. But I, you don't know wrestling, huh? Yeah, but I don't know wrestling. It's full. Of what I hear. <laughs> See Literally, the smash. You guys the, didn't even say it. during the match, right? Yeah. Did I not call Jack Evans back spring uh, back elbow out of the ring? Did I not call that midway through the match? I think you did. Yeah, yeah I literally knew it was coming. I, I know who the Super Smash Bros. are. I didn't know they turned into what they are now. Like, I didn't know they were the evil ones. Yeah, I didn't know they turned evil. But damn, Uno and Dos, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, man. Yeah, huh? keep going. Oh, yeah. keep going. Yeah. What is uh, being Uno, thirsty over here? Oh, Uno and yeah. Dos <laughs> held it. I, I think that what they presented to us was something different. It wasn't just, you know, the lights go out, attack. It was the lights go out, you see the guys, lights go out, attack. What's up, Jim? And then it was just a huge, like, it was it was a beatdown that we don't really see. And then the human throne at the end where the where the minions were all, like, in position. And Uno and Dos are just sitting there on the guys. To me, it gave a yeah. visual. It was something visually different that we don't see all the time, yeah. and I enjoyed that. And it went dark, and I enjoyed the darkness. Somebody's out there. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. No, like yeah. I said, it, it it was. I liked it. It's just everybody was familiar with the good guys. <laughs> yeah. Super Smash Brothers, and that 
when they came in the heel version, everybody's like, who the fuck are these guys? And you know something? Yeah. The fact that people are wondering who they are, what does that mean? They're going to research or they're going to wait till the next show to wait till they see them again until they figure out who these guys are. Storytelling leaves. Well, some people sure. will. Other people will be like, uh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this. I don't know who that one guy was. I can't watch this. I don't know. Shit. I will say, I'm no longer viewing this event. I will say, maybe, hopefully, the Smash Brothers can keep their name because otherwise, Nintendo, if they get the, get a wind of them, then cease and desist letters, man. They've been running around with. They've been running around using that Super Smash Brothers for a while now. Yeah, they've been indie. So yeah, once they're on TV, then that might be a different story. Yeah, always has some. If you ever have a chance to watch it, it's one of those like you don't want to tell people you watch it, but when you watch it, you're actually entertained by it. Yeah. I do this so, once a week. They had a guy with a box. They had a guy who used to wrestle in the box. Shout out to Steve Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Steve Ryder, yeah. who's actually a, now a downloadable character on Fire Pro Wrestling. Yep, Fire oh, Pro Wrestling well, World. Our guest on the show is a downloadable character for Fire Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. High five. Boom. Women! Yeah. <laughs> so now... <laughs> Yep, and so now we're at the uh, half midway point of our show. So let's give a quick shout-out once again to our sponsor, Studio Regent Headphones. The Iconics of Headphones. Yeah. Sir. You said it wrong. Well, I'm sorry. The Iconics! Now I have to take an extra piss because these guys want to... Oh, well, I can get my own microphone. You guys want to do it or do you want us to bosh this again? You know, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. We do it every week. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you guys are getting better. You know, every week you get better. You get better. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, if you would just feature us at the center of this table, you will see the studio. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just went all the way through my damn promo. I apologize. All right, no, man. Listen, this, okay. this, this, this is a great it's promo I was like doing. This is, a class, this is a pipe bomb I'm dropping. Correction, people are watching us live. Go oh. ahead. You know, people are watching us live. All right. Take yeah. two. Can I get it out? <laughs> all right. These are the Studio Regent headphones, ladies and gentlemen. And if you will see, they are sleek, stylish, and comfortable. They also offer a 48-hour battery life, Bluetooth compatible. And if you enter the 15, oh, excuse me, Codex Prime podcast, uh, Codex podcast, enter the promo code, you will get 15% off of your order on these already affordable and stylish headphones. And as always, free shipping in the USA. Got it! All right. All righty. <laughs> All right, so we get to uh, what is Carl's favorite segment of the UWO podcast, which is the... <laughs> that That is the story on how they got their name. Is it really? That's really the story. It's really based on that song. Are you kidding? No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Yeah. I have a... Go ahead, Carl. Do the intro to your segment. Huh? Okay. This <clears throat> is... Wanna do it now? No, it's good, yeah. Alright. Um, fans of the UWO podcast, you already know what time it is when we go halfway through the show, just about it's about time that we bury somebody. And this is the point of point when us <laughs> Well we go ahead and pull a Vince McMahon and we bury talent that's already been buried. We let you guys know exactly why they're buried, how they're buried, and why they have been on our heads to go ahead and bury. And we're not saying it's the end of your career. We're just saying this is the end of your current run. And right now, we're going to start off and show you how it's done with one of the best at doing this, Mr. Angry Fan himself. 
Why do I gotta go first? <laughs> Why do I gotta go first? Because well, you're gonna hit everything. Why? Because I gotta shit on everybody? Yeah, no, 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 actually. I'll be huh? right back. From his burial, he's gonna go last. <laughs> no, no, no. If I gotta go first, fuck that. Right. Fuck that. Puppets, get in this fucking hole. Okay, don't do me. Get in this fucking hole. Yeah, I gotta keep okay? Doing. Everybody, get in this fucking goddamn hole. Because you know what? I'm at the point now where well, y'all don't deserve wrestling. Y'all don't deserve shit. Shit. The unbridled fucking hate after Saturday. Oh, this is copying WWE. Oh, look, the cameras are set up the same way. The ring's set up the same way. What the fuck? Have you watched any other fucking wrestling show? Of course the ring is. It's a square fucking ring. Unless you're going to impact, old Impact days and you got a fucking... It's the six sides. Are you surprised by a square fucking ring? <laughs> Oh, the camera angles are the same. What were you expecting? Camera angles from the sky? Hard Maybe game. they have a fucking GoPros on? And you get POV vision of it? Turnbuckle cam. You know, maybe a camera up the ass. Is that where the fucking wrestler... The referee cam? The Bronco Buster. What the fuck were you expecting? Oh, oh, they they, they, they got some cheap pyro. They got zero pyro. Unless you go to Saudi or oh, wait, they At least, at least they spent a few dollars on some cheap pyro. That's because the Saudi prints paper. But no, WWE, oh, we got to get rid of pyro. It's costing us $10,000 to do a pyro at a show. AEW spent $100. They spent $100 on their pyro, I tell you that right now. Okay, we've seen better pyro at a fucking on uh, uh, 4th of July. Oh, the matches were too long. That one blew my fucking mind. The matches were too long? Were, are you, you enjoy one-minute squash matches? You I'm enjoy, sorry, I work quick at WrestleMania. You enjoy five-minute matches of headlocks and and that's it? The mat. Oh, oh, it's a bunch of old WWE guys. No shit! WWE's been the only company to go to for 20 fucking years. If you don't, but I don't see nobody at WWE. Oh, WWE's a bunch of Ring of Honor guys. Because right now, if you look at WWE's top roster, what do you got in there? Ring of fucking Honor. ROH is running WWE, but no, AEW's got WWE guys. Oh, they got a bunch of nobodies and has-beens I never heard of. Well, no shit, because all you do is watch on fucking Monday. Sometimes Tuesdays. But, see them ratings? No, they only watch on Monday, and that's, even, that's not even a whole show on Monday. They only watch about half the fucking show anyways. But no, oh, I wasn't. Uh, it wasn't what I expected. What the fuck did you expect from that first show? A wrestling show, right? But no, no, no. You, you, you're excited by the fact that WWE gives you a fucking two-minute squash match of a fucking goddamn title defense. Oh, that gets me hard. Oh, Roman going. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, I love Brock Lesnar doing this. Yeah, Brock. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, you enjoy that shit, right? No, but you didn't like what AEW did. Are you? It's mind-boggling. It really is. Like I literally quit a wrestling group that was named All Elite Wrestling because. None of them motherfuckers on there were fucking wrestling fans. <laughs> they literally were shitting on everything. From the oh, the stage looks like a TNA, like TNA's old stage. 
What were you expecting? A stage where they come out fucking do the fucking pillars that fly down to the ring and shit? What were you expecting? Jetpacks into the ring? Like people were like, oh. That would it, be cool. I had high expectations. What fucking high expectations? What were you expecting? The granddaddy of them all? Don't worry, I'm CPR certified if something happens to Eddie. But no, 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 you weren't happy. You got four hours of fucking wrestling each match. What was the shortest match on there? Like 10 minutes? And that was the pre-show match, correct? The shortest match on that fucking card was a pre-show match. Damn cruiserweights again. But they got 10 minutes. Middleweights. Okay, WWE, 8-hour WrestleMania. You gave us a one-minute match. I work quick. 58 seconds. Eight hours. <laughs> you gave us 58 seconds. But yet in four hours, we got multiple fucking like 20, 30-minute matches. But no, no, you, you weren't satisfied. You're not satisfied. You're not. There's people saying that the, move this it that the electric chair segment was better than some of the stuff that AEW. Are you fucking shitting me? Are you telling me that you enjoyed an hour of nothing? Of nothing. Hey, sir. Okay. 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 At this point, at this point, fans do not, you, you fans do not deserve wrestling. You don't deserve Ring of Honor, New Japan, AAA, Lucha Underground. You don't deserve Chakra, Stardom. AW, WWE, ECW, WCW, fucking NWA, fucking WWF, You don't deserve none of that shit. None of them. Do they even get impact? No. Okay. No. You don't deserve backyard wrestling on public access channel anymore. Like you're not fucking happy. This is why. This is why WWE sucks. This is why WWE sucks. Because you're not happy. You're not happy. Last, tell me this is not true. Last pay-per-view, we want Kevin Owens to be champion. Turn this higher. This pay-per-view, we want Dolph Ziggler to be champion. Next pay-per-view, we want Mama fucking Becky Lynch to be champion. Sir, do not disgrace what the her name. Fuck? She is a saint. Shout out to Biggie and his apron with her face on it. Okay. Still. What the? Like, and then on top of that, on top of that. You guys literally are writing Dean Ambrose out of the history. You gave him the Chris... Motherfucker that literally said they should write him out the history book like they did Chris Benoit. Because he showed up. Yeah, fuck you. Dean Ambrose is dead. John Moxley showed up at AEW. Spoiler alert. Okay? But no. No. It's a work. Oh, he's coming back to WWE. It's a work. He, they gave him a great... He's a Grand Slam champion. He's one of the best men. He, he never got a proper push. Uh, yeah, he shows up. Oh, fuck him! He doesn't exist! Oh, WD gave him his chance! No, because ZZW was nothing, right? No, he didn't have shit on the indies before WWE, right? Probably no. In wrestling. No, no, you, no. But WD gave him his chance. WWE gave him his chance. Oh, WD gave him all their chance. Yeah, if I recall, the Bucks said, fuck you. Kenny said, fuck you. Jericho said, fuck you! John Moxley literally pulled his pants down and said, kiss my ass. Then went on a podcast and said, kiss it again, bitch. The dirty part. And please, but if no. y'all haven't listened to yeah, my podcast. Y'all ain't happy. Y'all ain't happy. Oh, AEW wasn't what I expect. What the fuck did you expect? What were you, what were you expecting? Fucking puppets <laughs> dancing in the ring? You saw Steve's comment? Do I make you laugh? <laughs> huh? right? I, is it ha-ha funny? 
He's a funny guy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but truthfully, that was that was you fans were supposed to be my final rant, but you know what? You motherfuckers deserve to be in there with the tag team division of WWE, with the iconics, with the fucking oh, hey, hey, hey. Shut up the iconics are in that fucking dumpster. Okay? You deserve to what be in there. Hey. Yeah, yeah, with high, with heavy machinery in there. Okay, because that's you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Tucky, I'm coming and we're gonna lose. Did y'all see him hump the hell out of the air yesterday? Just like a jackrabbit. I love Oh, this is another national treasure. He's going on that list. Yeah, national treasure in the fucking burial hall of fame. Okay. But no, no, you you enjoy watching Shane McMahon sweat cutting a promo over AEW? Is that what you enjoy? You enjoy watching another McMahon sit up there and sweat? Because, man, that boy was sweating worse than Samoa Joe and Bobby Lashley put together. And he was cut, I get hot. And he was cutting a promo. But no, AEW was entertaining. Double or nothing was not good. What the? F like, the, 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 the comments really were mind-boggling. Like, people were like, oh, I was expecting something different. What the f... What were you expecting? Nobody does anything much different. Every show, everybody's got this kind of safe setup, hard camera, you know, other angles. Entrance music. Entrance music, a stage. Stairs. You know, some, some the, the you know, poor companies have pyro on, like, the billion-dollar companies. Here we go. I got one for you. Ready? I'm going to trigger you right now. Entrance music. They I got to copy. I got to trigger Eddie really quick. They copy WWE because Dustin Rhodes bled. That was one of my problems right that there. That was the greatest one I heard. Yes. That was the greatest one I, that was the greatest they, one I heard. They copied they, WWE. They reenacted the legendary Stone Cold bloody mask. Are you fucking shitting me? I, I'll name wrestling. Fucking Ric Flair and kind of trademarked that shit. Okay. Dusty... He was known to have a bloody mask himself. You know, he's got a final rant coming you know, up, right? <laughs> <laughs> if I recall the attitude. Okay. If I recall the if I recall the attitude era, oh, who saw the dream, oh! the dream is here, baby. But <laughs> and no, and no, I bet you right now there's some puppets sitting there saying that the dream is not entertaining. That the dream is not that good. Huh? Huh? Some of you puppets aren't even happy with the dream. Let them know, Vic. Let them know. Are you going to sing your national anthem right now, man? We'll save that for later. <laughs> Eddie. 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 The dream was in the other room. <laughs> and he heard everything you had to say about the main roster of the WWE. And the dream says you are right. That's why the dream is begging, Hunter, if you're listening, don't call me up. Don't call me up to the main I've, roster, please. I've said it. I've said it. Hunter, whenever Vince says, oh, who's ready to get called up? You say, no, 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 no. They all suck. Everybody down there sucks. I'm sorry, Vince. They're all trash. I, can't, I don't know what I'm doing. Protect NXT like it's one of your children. Pretend that NXT is one of your daughters and protect that shit. Okay. Protect that shit. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. You got a final you rant good? coming up, bro. <laughs> it's okay, man. All right. All right. Oh, we got to let one of them go next. Y'all wanted me to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Damn it, Kyle. <laughs> I told you. 
motherfucker stop letting me go first. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. Live, I can't even. Fuck. And just to let you all know, just to let you all know, yes, I have my blood pe- blood pressure medication now. <laughs> <laughs> Do not worry, I'm not going to drop. <laughs> all right, maybe I should have said Brian. Show us on the back. Well, uh, hey Victor, good luck. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, you're up next. I'm up next. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, uh, my burial is uh. Let him know, Dream. <laughs> the dream's burial is uh, positively sedate in comparison to uh, uh, Mr. Ortiz's uh, impassioned rant. Now, for us, for us that um, repeated the 12th grade, can you just like define that word? <laughs> uh, uh, my my uh, my burial of the week is like really calm okay. and not at all. <laughs> you repeated the 12th grade. I didn't even got that far. Uh. But yeah, oh, and, and yes, Gabe, uh, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze, that, that's going to be a legit match. That should be a clue when a motherfucker says, I'd rather get, go back. Yeah. That there's something in trouble. No, no, it's all great. It's all wonderful. <laughs> Let it go! Bro. <laughs> Vince is uh, a master genius. Uh, my burial of the week uh, goes to uh, Vince McMahon and the WWE creative team. <laughs> Um, Was you listening? <laughs> no, he piled no, on. He's piled no. on. Oh, okay, but, on. Go ahead. But we could do fucking three days worth of shows on that just yeah. that alone. But uh, but more specifically, um, th- uh, these are uh, points uh, brought up by uh, uh, John Moxley's interview with Chris Jericho on uh, today's episode of Talk Is Jericho, where uh, where Moxley talked about the uh, uh, creatively stifling process um, behind, like he was trying to like. Um, Create, come up with creative ideas for his character, and Vince pigeonholed him as this wacky, goofy guy. Like he even gave him a line which involved a pooper scooper, like where he was, like Ambrose, where Moxie as Ambrose pooper was playing a germaphobe. Scooper. Yeah, like playing a germaphobe, and like Moxie explained how he had to fight tooth and nail just to get that pooper scooper line out. And then on top of that, Vince wanted him to say something even worse about Roman Reigns' leukemia diagnosis, which was so, which was reportedly so bad that that WWE could have lost sponsors. Which part of me makes me wish that they could that he did say that line so that WWE can get in so much hot water, but then Ambrose would have taken some heat too, so that would have been fair on him. But yeah, my burial is with uh, the WWE creative team and Vince McMahon because one simple fact is that these performers, you know, performers, it's not and, and writers, it's not about saying lines and taking the money At, uh, when you're performing, when you're when you're embodying a character, whether it's whether it's in the ring or on the stage or in front of, or on the TV set or on a film set, you have as an actor as a performer, you have special insight into your role. You have special insight into what makes your character tick, how your character thinks, how your character reacts to certain situations. And as an actor, you don't just say lines on the page. As an actor, as a performer, you make choices on set. You make choices in the ring. That's where that's where it's not just about the writers in the wrestling business. It's about collaborations between what a writer comes up with, but more importantly, what the performers come up with. Because the performers, they're performing these characters day in and day out. So you so there should be the first and f- first and foremost authority on how their characters should be promoted, how their characters should be presented. But the way Vince McMahon does his thing is that he rewrites and constantly rewrites the the scripts, which are badly written enough to begin with as it is. You have a bunch of uh, wrestlers who who ha- who are forced to drive in lanes that they don't belong to. So like Dean Ambrose, he was pigeonholed as a guy who does hokey shit, and and Moxley, he's the he's a guy who's was 100% against hokey shit. They, they tried to make him as, you know, Bane from Dark Knight Rises with the germaphobe cosplaying thing, get, having him getting shots in his ass and all this. That story. 
<laughs> that storyline. Story. Yeah, like like Dean Ambrose when he turned heel last year, that was the perfect opportunity to turn him into like a vicious, no nonsense heel, like somebody who's like ripshit who can push the limits of the PG of the PG rating. Could have went straight into TV fourteen territory, but you could see like listening to the Talk Is Jericho interview. If you go back on those segments that he that he played, you could tell like Dean Ambrose was like dying inside. You could tell he was like, "Man, can you believe that got me saying this shit on TV?" Like, like he was like he was like two seconds away from looking dead in the camera all, and saying that. It's all stuff that I had pointed out while I was watching on the thread, saying on the thread, like he does it doesn't look like he wants to do this. Oh, oh Dean loves it. I oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Vince is a genius. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Yeah. I just so, sit here and you know turn red for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. No, he was like tomato red too. Right? So so yeah. Like I don't like that. Listen, I'm the closest one to you here. I don't want to have that conversation with your mama. <laughs> you know she whooped your ass too, right? Exactly. She has. Yeah. She has whooped his ass. Her son, so that gives her full leeway to do it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, WWE. Like, you don't even have to look very far. Look at NXT. Look at look at how the Velveteen Dream it present, how Patrick Clark presents his character, the Velveteen Dream, perfect to the nines. Every single moment that the Velveteen does is true. Ambiance, atmosphere, illumination, experience. Yes. Hey, I pledge allegiance to the Dream. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know it's bad. Okay, when a Grand Slam champion is talking this shit, yeah. and and a legend in Jericho is co-signing this shit. Yep. Okay, when a Hall of Fame lead writer decides to take a backseat and go to NXT instead of working on a lead show, you know One. it's fucking bad. One. Road Dog went to fucking NXT. Yeah, Road Dog. Yeah. One. Well, no, I'm just saying. Well, Malenko, 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 like Tyler Breeze, like I just mentioned, he's back in NXT. You know, like they got him like faffing about on the main roster with Fashion Files, which he admittedly had its funny moments. I but liked Fashion Files, bro. Yeah, Fashion Files was funny, but we all knew that Tyler Breeze was capable of way more. And we all knew the Fashion Files wasn't going to go nowhere besides a few comedy skits, and then yeah. that runs its course, and they don't do nothing fresh with it. So yeah. it just, oh, oh well, fans don't like it no more. Let's do something else. Bury them, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, again, like, yo, WWE, like, Vince, like, you got to step down, man. Because at this point, WWE will never, ever get better creatively as long as Vince McMahon is running the ship and as long as he has a final word. Even if he doesn't step down, bro, just why don't you take a step back? Mm. Let Triple H, who is obviously showing you that he has what it takes with the WWE, um, uh, excuse me, um, NXT UK, with the NXT basically take over destroying the main roster event every single time they put on the same weekend. Yep. Apparently, this man has an eye for talent. He knows how to utilize it. He yep. put, puts on a great show. Do you mm-hmm. remember the Cruiserweight Classic? I mean, dude, yeah. it's still dude, the best tournament that they are had. Are you kidding yep. me? Dude, this dude knows what he is doing. He had people chanting to sign people who were losing in the group. Yeah. By the way, twice. where the hell is Cedric? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, he's running around looking yeah. like a jackass too. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll get to he that. is the main event champion because that's all he's been on. It's the fucking main event show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, Vince, 
WWE creative, listen to your talent. They are the first and foremost authority on their characters and their art. You're getting in the way. You're you're stifling their creativity. And it's no wonder why WWE is so toxic. And it's no wonder why Triple H reportedly is miserable every single week to the point where he's consoling NXT call-ups. So Vince and the creative team, y'all are buried. Get your shit together and listen to your talent. I think Vince is about to earn a um, Hall of Fame honor. Man, and I tell you right now, anybody, anybody who hasn't listened to that talk is Jericho. Listen to it, yeah. because he 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 says it right in there. He's they got writers that don't even know who the fuck the character is that they're writing for. They don't even know the person they're writing for. They just told, listen, write this, write something out for this per, for somebody, mm-hmm. and it's literally just being handed to this person saying, oh, this random writer just wrote something for you, like. We have, I have said it from day one. Every promo that has sucked, that anybody has cut, is because you could tell it was written for them and they're trying to fucking say it word for word. But any promo that has that has been fire, that people are like, yo, that was fire, you could tell was from the heart or had more input from said wrestler. I'll give you a prime example. The one good, the what the one two good promos Roman Reigns has had in his six year career have been from the heart. Every other Roman Reigns promo has been Vince McMahon. Okay, my robot, go out there and read this. First of all, yeah. first of all, shut your mouth. <laughs> I got first two words all, that will Roman end Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. No matter what you say, I have two words that will end it. What? Tater tot. No, put it this way: the man went out there and said, "The man went out there and said, suffering succotash." Yeah. That disqualifies Roman Reigns for ever cutting a promo again. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey. At least Dean said, the at team least Dean had the balls to say, listen, Pooper Scooper, I can't say that shit. Yeah. At least he had the balls to be like, I can't say that shit. No, Roman was like, oh, all right, boss, I'll go out there and say suffering succotash. Tater pop. <laughs> just so you guys know, before you continue, Roman Reigns is top five dead or alive, and that's just off one WWE. Just, uh, I mean, you got to think, man. Yeah, I think. Let me let me put out this list out there. Okay, you guys can disagree or, or agree. Okay? okay. The number one wrestler of all time, Roman Reigns. Number two wrestler of all time is Ric Flair. No, so I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I'm we joking. really need to drug test. We, lost, we just lost. We, we lost. was about to have people sitting outside waiting for him to come outside to jump him. Catch <laughs> me outside. He, he was trying to put Rick. He was trying to put Roman above Rick. Like, nah, come on, man. We had that debate last week, man. The mm. top three wrestlers of all time are all Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's just what it so. is. So. Yes, Ronaldo. Smackdown. Uh, this yeah, race, Smackdown. We'll be back on Sci-Fi. All right. So we had Eddie go first, and uh, hey, Brian. Rock paper shoot. Rock paper shoot. Rock paper shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. That's me. That'll be me. <laughs> Speak on it. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, um, a continuing trend of WWE products that we bury every single week, and that we're doing it obviously tonight. And they gave us three hours very, worth of fucking material much, to bury. Very much so. Now, anyway, we just like you said, Monday Night Raw was three hours, right? Three hours, three hours, three hours. We got yep. four minutes of a wrestling match in that first hour, and it was <laughs> Shane McMahon versus a jobber who happened to be Roman Reigns' cousin, and we understand Lance Arnold was Roman Reigns' cousin. However, he got th- his yeah. ass whooped before uh, uh, the match started, and then he got his mat- ass whooped in the match. He got choked out when he bring out Roman Reigns' yeah, Then we're going back to the interviews. We're going back to the promos. What the fuck happened to the second word of the WWE? Can somebody please tell me what that second word is? Ooh, 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 ooh. No, no, no. Go ahead. Wrestling. Thank you. What the hell happened to it? And I and this is something that I put into Wrestling Fantasy Warfare, which you guys aren't in anymore. 
Everybody was like, my choice, oh. by the way. Everybody was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. well, if you look at that sign, which Safan had, that it feels like we're not, you guys aren't even trying anymore, which is fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> now, that like, got oh, confiscated. Well, Vince, they said, well, Vince is um, going to be laughing to the bank because you bought a ticket to say, say that. Now, what happens when these fans who are so disappointed in your product stop buying that ticket? Because you are not giving us the, the, uh, Anything organic. You're not giving us anything entertainment. Or I should say 80% of it's not entertainment. And you're not going to give the fans what they're showing up there for every week, which is a wrestling event. Now, you have the most talented roster. I don't give a damn what anybody says. In the world, hands down, bar none, no questions asked. Agreed. They have the deepest roster, hands down, bar none, no Ever. questions asked. Agreed. And they are using it like it's absolutely a joke. You are losing fans by the week. You're losing viewership by the week. You're going to start losing sponsorships by the week. Fox is not going to be taking no 2 million viewers for SmackDown. And I don't give a damn how much Vince McMahon tries to blow that problem. <laughs> you, could put, you, you could put everybody on that show. They, they ain't reaching 3 million. Not first hour of Monday Night Raw, you're telling me that the only match that you had... The, idea of putting on the only match was Shane McMahon versus a jobber. That was the only match that you wanted to see for a whole damn hour. He's the best in the world. Man, fuck that best in the world shit, man. Fuck that best in the world. That man's the best in the world. Sweat. Fuck that best in the world shit. (laughs) All right. No, there is no way in on on God's green earth that after AEW gave us what was probably the best event or tied for the best event of this year, that your answer to them is to follow up and give us absolutely no action. Absolutely not. And I do not want to hear the excuse. It's Memorial Day. Fuck you. They had a 12% drop from last year's Memorial Day episode. 12%. What was the most entertaining thing on that first hour of Monday Night Raw? And I keep saying first hour. What was the first most entertaining thing? You? 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 You know why you don't remember? Because it sucked. That's yes. why you don't remember. <laughs> You're having a hard time remembering trash. It, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that shit right... Uh, yo, dude, I was streaming it on my phone, and I was mad that I was wasting battery life, okay? <laughs> that show sucked. I was like, if this show is any reminiscent of this first hour and the second hour, they lost a the viewer. I, 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 was watching, I was watching Captain America with the soldier. The commercials are better than the promos. <laughs> Damn. Like commercials. That that first there was there was yes men leaving gorilla position because they didn't want to watch any more of this BS. Fifteen minutes into that first hour, I was already on FSX watching fucking Captain America. Okay, so <laughs> you guys got you guys got uh, uh Shane McMahon versus Arno as we said. Mm-hmm. You got the um the Brock Lesnar and Ugh. You uh, you had the Kofi Kingston and the Seth Rollins. Did they wrestle? Huh? Did they wrestle? Who? That wrestling thing. You know that thing that they changed. What are they up? doing? Uh, no. Dude, how in the world can you tell me that Monday Night Raw has three hours, has that roster, and we are complaining about it every week? You should be a damn shame to yourself. Everybody in that back room should be fired. Claire, it's, just call it a corporate hysterectomy. Cut it all out and start all over. I'm sorry. It's done. Dude, the best part of Monday Night Raw every week is a Bray Wyatt promo. Yeah. The reason being is because Facts. your product sucks. And Bray Wyatt's Pee Wee's Funhouse, killing it, by the way. Oh, great. Still killing it, it Still by the way. It. If his promos are the best part of a wrestling show, your wrestling show sucks. And I am afraid for those promos right now because I tell you right now, if the, he don't show up in that ring and start doing some wrestling matches... That crowd's going to turn. Yeah, there was no pop for the promo this year, this week. I don't know if it was the city they were in, but the the crowd absolutely went crickets. Because they put him to sleep in the first hour, they would have to wake up to watch. But the best, the, the, ain't happy when they first wake up. Wrestling, uh, see me as a wrestling fan, I stuck through just to see that promo, and I gotta say myself, I was like, 
the limbo. Okay, it's maybe it's not as it's you know WWE fans and WWE in general two weeks three weeks at a time. Once they pass the two three weeks. But like I was saying though, that first hour of Monday Night Raw is buried, and if I get another week of that BS, I'm telling you, I'm going to put on a countdown. There's going to be a weekly countdown. Every single week on the podcast page showing you guys when AEW starts on TNT. Because this is just... I, <laughs> Don't worry, I'll remind y'all motherfuckers. You are monopolized. You are basically... I'm waving that flag. In terms of mainstream wrestling in the, in the United States of America anyway. Because there's no more WCW. There's no more ECW. There's no more any other competition that will be on the same, same stage as you. Mm-hmm. And you continue to feed, force feed us promos. Yeah. Not wrestling. Promos. And not even promos. Bad promos. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah I mean? bad. Like, anyway, that's my bird. Continue on. Mr. Bird. Mitchell Bird. All right. Okay. Well, I'm hey, next. My, my bad. My bad. Don't worry about it. It's a I big ass copy. Not an Apple Watch. You know? They're not going to charge me $300 for the repair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, Gabe. They, they are well on their way of burying Aleister Black. And oh, the, the sad part is, I, I was saying fuck the commercials. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the thing. Remember on the threads, fuck the commercials. These commercials suck. They're ruining the show. Now we're at the point where we want to see the commercials rather than the show. Yeah. That is fucking sad. Yeah. When I rather catch a fucking commercial, a, a, a fucking KFC commercial. Secret than- Life of Pets too. What? <laughs> that money is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Kevin Hart, man. Snowball. Yeah. <laughs> It was the best. It was the best part of part one of uh, the guys, first you one. You know, this is Carl. Carl's been waiting to do this. Uh, he, he broke into our podcast to do this. Yes. <laughs> well, shit. This is a lot. This is a lot to follow up on. But um. Nah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wish me luck on this one, Dick. But damn it, Mr. Vic Venom himself, Vince Russo. Oh boy. Get in that hole. Get your ass in that hole. <laughs> oh, boy. My friend, don't get in that hole. Get in that incinerator, you fuck. You <laughs> fucking ruined WCW. So you, you, you do realize that when you bury somebody, they actually, they're buried inside of... I'm cremating his ass. They got a cre- concrete tank. He killed WCW. We got to cremate his ass. <laughs> oh, man. Vince Russo. So Vince Russo actually recently puts out a tweet. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna read that tweet. Oh, real please, please, please! I really would love to. Hear I want that weed. He's smoking right now. This is I really want the the, the supply the supply that Vince got. Vince so, Russo gets. He got some good weed. You must be <laughs> really good weed. In my worst Vince Russo pre- impression, bro. I'll say bro like forty times. You'll hit it. I can do Man, it. I'll get to that. <laughs> There's no question, bro. bro. That a that WWE and AEW. Bro, Bro. I in bed together, none. Bro, several things don't add up. Bro, (laughs) and this is not Matt Riddle, bros, by the way. Oh my god, man, his bros will put Matt Riddle to shame. (laughs) Bro, when you look at the entire picture, it becomes evident. Bro, I'm going to invite. Conspiracy horsemen on the new Truth with Consequences to lay this all out. Bro, and I'm not even adding that. He said that. You're being worked, bro. Now. This is the same clown that, that was sitting there saying Dean Ambrose was working us too. I, I'm, I, I, get a, I got a little conspiracy theorist in me. 
I got curious and actually know what the fuck he had to say. First of all, you tweeting this, tweeting this, you're just desperate for some attention. Hard body. Yeah. As usual with him. I tune in earlier today while at work. And it's literally him for two hours explaining why he's not a sexist, why he's not a racist, and why he's not homophobic. More of it was also him just tat- chastising Way Keller, chastising Dave Meltzer, and Smart saying, why grown men take two grown men play fighting so serious? First of all, Dave Meltzer, Way Keller, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That easy, Jim Cornette. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting right next, next to Jim Cornette, pissing on that grave with him. I'm on Team Cornette anyway, so that's because we love professional wrestling. Oh, bro, I never seen grown men, bro, reacting to the way they see. Finn Balor more than to anything, bro. There's gotta be a time, bro, where you go to look after, where you gotta grow out of it. No, yo ass is just bitter because A, you fucked up WCW. Mm-hmm. B, TNA was already. You fucked up TNA too. He fucked up TNA with that fucking SEX. I will say you on this. People do. Blame you for Owen Hart's street. accident, but it was an accident. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. I remember he was doing that. <laughs> it was Hold on, that don't just happen, though, bro. <laughs> that just don't just... Don't say it like Owen Hart, you just happened. Right. That, it, was an act. it was an accident. I don't think... Because Sting did it millions of times, and then Owen Hart happened to it. Way Man, that, that's a whole different story. With Jim Cornette, if you're listening, please, when Vince Russo dies, that, call me. I'll be right there with you. Oh, and he was up to, I don't know why. I don't understand. I've worked with Cornette for 20 years for two different companies. I don't know why he fucking hates me. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Really? As fuck. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Like, the only, thing, really the only that? thing that he did was just show he, he exposed that whole Hogan politics. Can I change my burial? I want to bury Carl for fel- falling for that clickbait and listen to that fucking... <laughs> I, I, I got... That fucking toilet trash to of a fucking podcast. You know the last time I I listened to two minutes of his podcast one time and never tuned back into Rich Russo's fucking trash. He's talking about how he's like, he is so bitter, I can't stand professional wrestling. Don't listen. The only reason why people want to listen to your podcast is is the simple fact that you was a writer for WCW. You ran WCW. You was a writer for Raw during, during the Attitude Era. That man... Is you have bitter because we Vince won't give him a job those, again. We want to hear those stories. Yo, if you're that done with it, just let it go. Don't even have a podcast anymore. Mm. Bro, Speak on it. just get the fuck out. <laughs> like, you're not even relevant anymore. Like, in order to stay. But you fell for that fucking tweet. That's how he stays relevant. Shot. For getting people like you to tune into his podcast with some no, conspiracy no. tweets. And, and, and you know what's funny? <laughs> But the the dumbass puppets. <laughs> but shout out. To, first of all, we're all loyalist puppets in some way because we still watch Raw. We still I don't, Raw. You know what? We still do. I swear to you right here now that if it wasn't for my children or this podcast that we do, I would not be watching Raw Honestly, or SmackDown. I, I swear right now. <laughs> like I would have been, I yeah, been done. I would have been done. 
years ago. <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that I used to watch with Ethan when he was born, and we used to sit there and watch the DVRs, and he looked as a kid, as a as a newborn, he looked interested as fuck. And now with my five year old with Dominic, he likes watching it. it and then we have a bo- and we have a yeah, podcast to do. Hmm. But I tell you right now, come October, they're gonna be very little WWE talk. Oh, mm-hmm. there's something I'm gonna. That's gonna be my final rant. Yeah. But one thing, rant. shout outs to Jim Cornette. Who retweet? Who actually respond to that and says, "Attention, it." Well, <coughs> I'm gonna do my worst Bruce Pritchard impersonation. Just say "motherfucker" like 40 times. That's what Cornette does. Well, he goes, "Double cheeseburger, double mayo, <laughs> motherfucker." <laughs> Attention, everyone, motherfucker. <laughs> Someone we all know and love has said something else stupid, motherfucker. <laughs> Ridiculous and inaccurate to get attention, motherfucker. I will not be commenting on it to help him do that, motherfucker. Also, it's a lie, so there's that, motherfucker. (laughs) Hashtag pathetic, motherfucker. Gotta hit him with the swerve, bro. The swerve, bro. Um, and and shout out to uh, Gabe Jackson. That's a great point. Like, you know, if you're not any of those things, if you're not racist, sexist, every other ist, then why the hell do you need to clarify yourself? Thank you for two hours, especially. And he said he was only going to do it for two minutes because you because he got people like Carl Bird wow. to fall for the I clickbait. For wow. That's why. The second I saw that tweet, the second I saw people sharing that, I was like, I reshared it. Somebody get this man. Somebody get your man's. Somebody called Jim Cornette to get this motherfucker something. Because I already knew that's what it was. That is him fishing. I tell you right now, Vince Russo has on multiple occasions tried to get his job back in WWE. Okay? That man is salty because nobody will take his phone call at WWE. Okay? And I tell you right now, he's salty because Impact is like, fuck you, don't call us. Ring of Honor is like, you ain't got our number. Okay? AEW don't even they're not even telling us. They didn't even want him at Starcast. They're not even <laughs> exactly. They got fucking hounds and, and fucking armed guards waiting for him to show up. Starcast is not even an AEW event. I know. That's the yeah. And thing. even he didn't want his ass there. Just so you guys know, um you were mad at him for falling for that tweet and listening to the podcast. Well he is a Cowboys fan. And we know Cowboys oh, fans are very gullible people. Bro. We're going to win the Super Bowl every year. And they say, we're them boys. This is our year. We I'm them sorry. boys. Sixth <laughs> ring. Sixth ring. Motherfucker. Hey, hey. Yeah, we're them boys. We're them boys. We're going to win. We did whoop your ass last time. That Prescott's the future. Hey, the Ravens won the Super Bowl in the 2000s? Yeah. How about the Cowboys? No. How many had the Patriots won? A lot. One, we still them boys. Three, four, five, six. We won six. Yeah, we won six. Does anybody remember '85, '96? Yeah, both giant Super Bowls. How about the last one with the Eagles? Yeah, you remember those? Yeah, we everybody's remember six. We lost those. <laughs> we lost Any, anybody remember the last time the the Panthers were relevant? I'm sorry, I am uh, this year. Unfortunately, when's the last time the Panthers won a Super Bowl? Somebody, somebody in the chat, tell me. When's the last time the Panthers won a Super Bowl? I, I can't fucking remember. I mean, they would have won a Super Bowl if Cam would have just dove on the ball. Like, Shut your mouth. I apologize. Shut up. I'm sorry. Nick, Nick, <laughs> Gabe, you guys are sports fans. How many I, rings does Cam Newton have? I was, Please, I, was I, I, I can't remember. Just rolled off the tongue. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
What? Okay. Go ahead. I think, I, 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 yeah, it's, 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 it's my, it's my turn. Yes. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> All right, for the UWO fans who listened last week, um, at the very beginning of the show, I, I talked. You, Gabe. I, I talked about a title, a new title that WWE has brought in. It is known as the Twenty Four really Seven Championship. Don't lie to the fans. Steve that is the, the Jobber's no, 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 title. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 Eddie, Eddie, because this, this is going to be good. Now, the name of the title is what, ladies and gentlemen? The 24-7 Championship, right? Which means 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. Mm-hmm. That means every day open like 7-Eleven. Every day. Yep. Okay. No, they have locks on doors for some reason, which I still don't understand. <laughs> Maybe Sometimes they get robbed. They got to... I, I guess. But, ladies and gentlemen, for people who are on the UWO Facebook page, people who know me, the one thing I said WWE please do not do is do not book a match involving this title. And when I said that, I kind of left something out, but I hope you people understand why I said it. Mm-hmm. Is because if you are booking a match that involves this title, that is 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week, the one thing you cannot do with this title mm-hmm. is put a hold on this title being defended. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened on SmackDown yesterday? Roman Reigns pinned... An no, 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 before all that, before all that. Nope, Elias won, and they put a hold on that title. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when you are putting a hold on a title that is a 24-7 championship, again, we are going to reiterate, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you put a half-hour hold on that title. The belt literally says 24-7. So for 30 minutes, 30 minutes out of the day, that belt just became null and void. WWE, it took you a week to ruin this title. <laughs> it took you a week. All you had to do was just not put a stipulation on it. 2336? It is now the 23.5-6 <laughs> championship. I'm sorry. You had one job. The belt literally is describing itself to you. It is 24 Seven. But shout but, out to, to the three. Times. What were you expecting? It's to be defended. The, I know, I know. I, I, this is the same company that said no more rematches, and I everybody's been getting a rematch. Don't forget the wild card. You are the authority. <laughs> we, we are the authority, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Remember, things are going to get better. Yeah, things are supposed to get better. W, ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry for this, but God damn. How? You had a week. A, a week. Yeah. Little kids don't even. Uh, let me not say that. But like, you can't literally devalue something that you just debuted within a week. Like, what are you doing? Calling up NXT talent or something? Like, <laughs> like how fast? How fast you destroy something? It literally means nothing. It's not twenty four seven anymore. Like, just you know it's gonna happen again. Everybody see Elias's pictures afterwards when he took when he won that belt. He looks so sad. And the other thing, another thing, he, look, he looks so sad. Another thing, WWE three attack cookout. Oh my god! Uh, and let me let me say this one more thing. About That's that gotta. Thing. What's even gotta be worse is that they told him to get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> That's gotta be the worst when they tell you to get dressed because we might use you, and then you're just sitting around literally not being used. And WWE that title. You guys just exposed how worthless it is. When yeah. after you know you put the belt on hold for about a half an hour because Elias had to be in a tag team match, which is stupid by the way because he's a twenty four seven championship or champion. After he gets pinned, who attacked Elias after the match was over? Roman. And who 
pin Elias for the championship again. The truth. Exactly. So you have a main event player, a guy who is one of the faces of the company, with a belt literally at his feet. All he has to do is cover the man. Now I'm going to let him do it. And watch <laughs> Like, what? You are devaluing well, that. Well, no, 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 no. no. Well, no actually, no. actually, actually, in all fairness... In all fairness, there was no fairness in that. WWE, I see why they kind of suspended it because no, in all fairness, there was no suspending a twenty. If they had it, title. then Roman Reigns would be a twenty four seven champion. Which is he perfect. Is. He is. And let you get over a title. People have to win. With Roman Reigns? How many times have they tried already? And they can't get over that ugly belt with Roman Reigns? All right, so you mean to tell me Roman Reigns is just as stupid because he doesn't want a free title? Actually, I'll tell you right now. stupid. I didn't realize the money in the bank contract that whole year. See, no. That belt needs to stay at our truth Because that belt would have gone on Roman Reigns and would have been devalued so badly. No, it wouldn't how? No. What? No. What? What? No. Our truth is making that title legitimate. Roman Reigns would have been like flossing his ass with it. You saw what he did to the U.S. title. So he might as well be wiping his ass okay, with that okay, belt. Okay. All right, time out. Time the IC title. Remember time that out, one? Time out, time Remember that one? He didn't give two fucks time about. Out, time out. 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 So, a championship title that WWE is supposed to be promoting, a new belt, okay, that is 24-7. Anybody can win And it's on the best person it could possibly be on is R-Truth. I get that. I totally get that. But the Put it this way. If it would have gone on, on Roman Reigns, nobody else would have had it. But it doesn't matter. But that's the point of the title. It's supposed to be 24 hours a day. Anybody can win it. The and nobody want to win out Roman. Like if nobody, nobody is Roman. exactly that's nobody why nobody would have won out Roman. You would have gone That's the point of <laughs> the and title. And next week we would have been burying Roman Reigns for having that belt, and I nobody be able to beat him. I would have him. If anything, I would have given props for actually taking that title because it would have lowered him a little bit. It would have humbled him a little bit to actually go out and pin somebody. It would have humbled. It would have. It would have humbled him because of the fact that you know something. What have we been talking about? By your logic, then the 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 iconic thing. Lose the belts to the Roman Reigns. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, shut your mouth. First off, Roman has a penis. Okay, you can't do that. No, no but no. But fine. Charlotte Flair, where listen, are you? Listen, Eddie, Eddie, listen go win the tag team titles, Charlotte. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you're presenting a new championship, right? Yeah. We are, we know it's a jobber title. Okay. And it's not a jobber title. It's talent enhancement. We know. There's other people jobber. out there that we're not going to mention that think it's legitimate. Okay. As I'm winking at the camera. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you're presenting a new championship, which is available 24 hours a day. Anybody can win it. You have the biggest star of the company literally looking at the title. I don't want that. You know why he didn't want it, though? Because R-Truth's his man, and he realized, he wants R-Truth to stay champion. But that is the matter. type of humility and the stupidity of WWE. for the business that Roman I, you, Reigns has, actually, okay? Actually, easily whoever, who, I'll tell you this right now. In the U.S. wrestling market, period. There is nobody better than him. Who, and Omega is now out of his safe zone in Japan, and he was too scared to sign the WWE because Roman's there. I said it. You have been drinking. <laughs> All right. It's very obvious. You cut off. Cut off. You cut off. Do you have any sugar? Because <laughs> somebody's gas tank is just calling my name. <laughs> But no, actually, I, I, actually, <laughs> I gotta got it. See, that's one thing. Whoever wrote that out, big out, big ups to them because I see they they covered their asses. 
They said they they put they put the clause in there that way the the Roman Reigns was going to get the victory because that would have mean our truth has to get the victory in that main event match. And so because couldn't roll up Roman Reigns and get a win over Roman. Yeah, I kind of see Roman couldn't get Roman couldn't get rolled up by Truth and then ran out the building and then Roman goes that would have <laughs> that that been funny. Thank you. That would have been funny. Logical yeah. fucking ladies and gentlemen. But no, I, I, yelling, but God damn it. I I I get it. See. They wanted Roman Reigns to get the victory at the end, which it should have been probably if they wanted to not include the exemption for the half an hour. They should have let R-Truth get the victory. I see what you're saying there. Kind of fucked up. You know, give Truth a chance. He's making that belt. But... It defeats the purpose they, they of had the to, title. Yeah. I, can see, I see it both sides of the... defeats the I see of both the sides of the coin. Because after, after he pinned him, because I didn't see the beginning of the show. I was out. So after he pinned him, I was like... Yo, fucking Roman's a 24-7 champion? Thank you! I was Thank like, you! And then they didn't happen. I was like, wait, what happened? And then somebody pointed it out that, you know, I got suspended. I saw the clip afterwards. I was like, oh, okay. But Yeah, Carl pointed it out. But then I saw that it was accept at that time. That's why Roman's a champion. Then I saw the clip at the beginning of the show, and I was right, like, guys, oh, okay. We gotta yeah. get back to you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make this one point. I mean, we actually are covering the AEW card. That's why we're here. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny said WWE. Fuck you. We yeah. had to cover the AEW card, but when we got to the burials, what company was yours for? Everybody. <laughs> In the what company? WWE. Yours was for what company? WWE. Yours was for what company? I ain't even gonna talk about this. Yours was for what company? Well, my, he's not, nobody wants him anymore. All but right, as you guys so can see, we spoke. Not even ZZW is calling for Russo. We got all the WWE out of the way. Yeah. don't even want him. <laughs> all right. All right, people. So let's. Uh, oh. South Park didn't even want him. I don't even know if he's still in business. <laughs> All right, so let's rate the ship, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're, we're back on AEW, uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, so the next, the fourth match on the main card, we had the uh, six-women tag team match between the team of Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe, and Ryu Mizunami versus the legend Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura. Right, before we go anywhere else, big ups to Vic. Because I, we, none of us can pronounce any of those fucking words. <laughs> because when we were doing our predictions, we were fucking that shit up bad. This dude keep a count of how many I just messed up. He got Aja Kong kind of right, so. Because right now, we have to read that shit. We'd be like, three girls versus three girls. And they were Japanese people. Joshi. Joshi. Which means yeah. that Eddie posted him. <laughs> and uh, Gabe liked them. <laughs> oh man! So uh, this was this was a this was a pretty cool match. Uh, Thirteen minutes, ten seconds. That's um, uh, There was a, a a chance of this is wrestling broke out in the MGM uh, Grand Crowd. Very for a women's match. Yeah. For a women's match. This is wrestling. Yeah. And What's the last time anybody heard that one for a women's match? Uh, actually, Evolution. Bailey Maybe. versus uh, Bailey versus Sasha. NXT. That's the gold standard. They got matched at it. Yeah. NXT. Yeah. I'm talking about main roster. Evolution. Yeah. They said this. This is wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, Evolution. When the fuck would they say that on? I think they said like women's wrestling. But that was women's wrestling. Evolution was the best pay per view. It really was a good pay per view. It was. main roster wise, that was the best pay per view of the year. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That Bailey. Excuse me. That Becky Lynch and Charlotte. That shit was bomb. Yeah. 
That is the gold standard. Yes, Ronaldo. Them, them, the, the Japanese female wrestlers, they train from like before puberty. Mm-hmm. Like some of those girls in the ring have been wrestling for fucking ten years and they're only in twenty. They're only twenty one. Mm-hmm. That one, that skinny, that the oh, I forgot. the skinnier one that was getting the major beatdown, not the small little pirate one. The one that was yeah. on uh, not, Suki, not, on not, Aja, not Yuki, not on Aja's side. The other one. Um, it was like Ryu something. Ri- Riho Abe. Yeah. Yeah. Her. She. She's like, like twenty two. She's like twenty one years old and she had already been wrestling for ten years. Yeah. Wow. Man. So like seriously, like what the. B Rob, you got your next guest for your shows right here. B Rob, but yeah, little Zuki Zuki, she came out in the in the in the the, the God of Destruction pants on and everything, and oh my God, she was all over the fucking ring. I love that match. I, I forgot which one it was, but a homegirl who nailed the Freddie Mercury outfit. Yeah, uh, from Aja's team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that was Emmy Sakura. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she had she had the whole crowd doing the doom doom. Yeah, and they were yeah. and they were singing "We Will Rock You" with her. Yeah, and shout outs to the referee in that match, ladies and gentlemen. With all the botches that have gone on, that referee was correct in her call. One, two, they rang the bell. She goes two and never moved. She they said did fu- they they fucked the bell. Everybody yeah. fucked up, but that ref. I have ref seen that same thing happen in WWE, and what have they done? They kept going because the bell rang. They said the match is over, and then they just covered it up with some storyline afterwards. Nope. The referee stood up and said, it was two. I am the ref. The match continues, and they continued the match. I love that because it showed that that the referee has power. That shit was... Per- What's wrong with game? A, bo- a game. botch, a botch by the ring announcer was saved by the referee, yep. which how it should be because we have seen that same thing happen in WWE, yep. where the a fuck up happens and the referee we're trained, we are taught from beginning of fandom that the referee has final say in that ring. Yep. Just hopping that money in the bank. But WWE, how'd that go? Yeah, and. And to my knowledge, I think Hikaru Shida is signed with AEW. Yeah, uh, she did. Yuki, uh, no, Hikaru, she, she signed she with... She signed as well? Yeah. All yep. right, because I know the, uh, Yuka... I cannot pronounce her name. Sakazaki? Yeah. Yep. Sakazaki. I know she was one of the first females that was yeah. uh, that was signed with them. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely a, a, a dope match. Um, so Shida, Abe, and Mizunami won that match Real when, she, when Shida way, delivered a running knee to Sakura to earn the victory. Three, back at 3.754. I'm cool with that. I gave it a 4. But I will say it wasn't my favorite match. It was, it was my least favorite one, match. Though. It was yeah. a damn good match, but it was my least favorite one. Are you kidding me? Was... Worse than that SCU match? Uh, that BS that they started off the main card with? I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. You didn't like Curry, man. You didn't like Christopher Daniels because <laughs> he was is. Curry, man. <laughs> That's what it is, huh? No. You got a hatred for Curry, I man. I love Chris Daniels and DNA. I love them in Ring of Honor. I just don't like that match they started with. That Terrible. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, we will tell you about a match that was not terrible and the match of the night. Hi. Cody Rhodes versus his older brother, Dustin Rhodes. Okay. You cried for Tony Stark dying? Yeah. I cried when he said, I need my brother. Yeah. That, was- that didn't fucking hit you in the feels. Get the fuck out of the fandom. What? I don't want you fucking cheering for wrestling you know anymore. That, that was an old to Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. That's his, mm-hmm. That was, and they did it perfect, bro. That was perfect. When he said, I, when he when he was cut the same promo, almost God in the whole world. That was the exact words. Ronaldo, no, it was bad. 
<laughs> Don't listen to him, Ronaldo. <laughs> Mr. Impact, keep saying what you're saying. But yeah, the, the only gripe was that you could tell it's been a long time since Dusty had had the Dusty had the blade. Mm-hmm. But was, he, yeah, but he was went a little too deep. Botched that entire match, and they did it over. Did the move, and they came out crisp. Yeah, yeah. The one and, he told the audience member to move, and he threw it, and Dustin didn't quite spin yep. the first time. Yeah, the second time he threw him. Yeah, oh yeah, spun right around. Yep. yep. But the story they told in that ring was reminiscent of stories that was told by like Gorgano and Champa. Mm. That dude, did, you you cannot tell me that you have seen oh. a match on the roster of WWE that was that personal. Emotional. Emotional. Yeah. Emotional. The even, crowd was cheering Dusty. Like everybody even in the crowd even knew Brandy how hit a good spear outside, bro. I love yeah, no, I love when DDP came out and dragged her out of there. It was like, no bitch, we're gonna let these motherfuckers do their thing because I got love for their father. Yeah. That's what yeah. that said right there. That father is a legend. I got love for him. God rest his soul. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Let them have their match. And Vince's logic. And Bruce Pritchard always said this. Brothers don't fight. Like hell, they don't. I'm training my two sons to fight each other, and they're brothers. If you need a reason to watch AEW, look no further. Dustin versus Dusty, fifty years old, and that dude put on a performance like that. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. And what bugged me? And and this just this just also added to the fact that he lost like two or three pints of blood in that match. Yes. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what bugs me. People don't understand that people are like, oh, the match got all slow, and there was you could tell there was spots where they took their time. The motherfucker was dripping blood. <laughs> you literally lose one pint of blood, and you can literally pass the fuck out. They tell you one pint of blood is the maximum you can lose in your body before shit starts to fucking go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker lost more than a pint. Because he was... For the fact that he was still conscious to finish the match, it's... Yeah. That's why I said, I'm like, it's been a long time with that WWE style that he, he has had the blade in yeah. so long mm-hmm. that he cut himself too deep. Yeah. But... I'll say this about the match, and this is where it drives me nuts. Where people who kind of get wrestling mm-hmm. were oh, yeah, kind of shitting on it, out, like, man. "Oh, it was too slow." They, they didn't tell a good story. Are you, who said that? They, they, trust a me, lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people said. Oh that. my god, you don't even know. You don't even know. I'm dead serious. A lot of people were like that man. Oh, they were copying WWE. Oh, he bled too much. Oh, that 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 told no story. Oh, how can you get a story out of no no? A lot of a story. Are you kidding me? Seriously, yeah, people said that. People said that. A lot of a lot of people. Shit, ton of people. Brother versus brother alone is a story in itself, just because they're brothers. I'm sorry, but a lot of people. A lot. Obviously, they see the promos before. A lot of people said that and. Like, like we were just saying, if you who the fuck said that? That's one of the reasons why I left that group, all elite wrestling group. I was like, no story. If you want them to sit in the middle of the ring and read you a book, that's I, the only way you're going to get a better story than what they told in that damn ring. I will say Those that, two put everything on the line. It's been 50 years old and finished the match. Because people are, people are trained. Execution, ring, ring generalship. There was very little rest holds. There was wrists. There was. Even 
retros to the old Stardust at the beginning and yeah. Goldust in the middle of the match. Yeah. There was everything you wanted in that match, including a Triple H burial. And you're telling me that that didn't have a good story? Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Never mind. That, that's exactly pretty much what I was going to say. Yeah. But yeah. That's exactly yeah. what happened. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what I... That's exactly what I saw online. Was people saying there was no story to that match. And I'm like, what do you want? Because people are being trained to hear 20 minutes of talking and one minute of fucking wrestling. And they're missing... This is what... Undertaker said in an interview years ago that the new generation are missing the storytelling in the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's WWE's falling for that trap because they're trying to tell the story to these new fans outside the ring when us old, because we're basically the old generation now of this, of this shit, are used to hearing the story in the ring. Okay? Yes, we were given promos. Yes, we were given promos to set up the bigger picture, which was in the ring. Yeah. And that's not happening anymore. Yeah. And people were like, oh, whatever. And that was mind-boggling to me. I just, I, I really couldn't take it. I had to get off the internet for a while, for, for the rest of the night, because I was like, what more do you want? This is why I buried the fucking fans. There like, was a scene what? in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where they, Love that movie. where they went, at the end of the movie, they went and found all of the all of the people who were trolling them. Yep, hoopshoot.com. I really want to find who said that so I can go show up to their house and beat the shit out of them. You called this you fucking kidding? clown shoes? <laughs> you called us clown shoes? Yeah. And, and this match also shows you how like presentation and perception makes all the difference. Because when you look at... Dustin Dusty Rhodes when he was Goldust in WWE and like in recent years like he had the you had the perception as a fan that oh like he's he's he was kind of presented as like over the hill like it yeah. has been just like a cast off from like the yeah you get a right. glimpse every Got every now and then that match the U S the U S Open Challenge match and you would yep. get a glimpse here and there and it's like. No, he could still go, and then back to ah, fuck, he's fucked. Yeah. And, this, and this is the thing that I got into it with a couple people on um, on Facebook when somebody said like it was a, it was a post, and Eddie was Eddie was in it too. Somebody said that SCU, specifically Christopher Daniels, is over the hill because he was because he's in his mid forties. Well, right? he showed that shit on that event. I'm sorry, stop, continue. stop. No, but but seriously, I hate that take that old wrestlers aren't good. That is the mm. dumbest fucking thing ever. I said the same exact example last week. Mm. Which is the best professional wrestler in the world to not win his very first World Heavyweight Championship until he, after he was over the age of 36 and survived the fucking plane crash? Rick Flair. Thank you. Yeah. He was 36. Half of these dudes... That's, a lot, that's a lot of not shit. not even in their damn 30s yet. Or barely in their 30s. None of these motherfuckers... Look at AJ prime. Styles. He's 40 fucking... He's 41 years and old. he's doing the best work of his career. SCU. Like I said, they're in there. Aside from what Kyle's... Going on, he's barely, <laughs> barely in there. They're in their mid forties, and they're still killing it to this day. They're doing more. They? They're doing more they? than half of the other people. Are and they? then you got Goldust, who's fifty, <laughs> who was in the ring with his brother, killing it. Hell, the other uh, a couple weeks ago, when we were watching the New Japan shit, right? Uh, who was it? It was um, Yuji Nagata. Guys in his fifties, he looked way better than half of the dudes that, that, around his same age and younger. That is one of the biggest cop out BS. Stupid things I've ever heard in my life. Mm. If you are a wrestling fan and you do not understand that most of these wrestlers don't even hit their prime until they're in their mid-30s, something is wrong with you. Yeah. Stan Hansen, going over to Japan. He was in his 40s. About the mm. only person who primed early in his 20s was uh, probably Randy. 
and he was, and he was placed in that spot. Yeah. He was placed in that position. And it could have gone either which way, because how many people have we seen placed in that spot in their twenties? And and you know who wasn't? Even, you know who it was supposed to be? It wasn't even supposed to be Randy in that spot. It was supposed to be uh, was it Lance Cade, right? I think it was supposed to be the no no Lance? Mark Jindrak. It was supposed to be Mark Jindrak. Mark Jindrak, Mark Jindrak was supposed to get Randy's spot. Imagine how history would be different right now if it wasn't Randy Orton and it was Mark Jim Jack in that spot. Jeez. You know what I mean? Mark it, Jim Jack pinning Chris Benoit? It would he was supposed to be the fourth member. He was supposed to be the young gun oh, of, wait, evolution. Yeah, of evolution. He was supposed yeah, to be the no, fourth you're person. Right, you're right. That's right, what I'm Jack saying. Would say that Jericho's forty eight and he's literally the, the man. man. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki, thank you. Thank you, Gary. Minoru Suzuki. Like, come on now. Who wants to fight Minoru Suzuki right now? Nobody. And former Kurt Angle. You know what I'm saying? Everyone over here talking about Kurt Angle. Go look at Minoru Suzuki. He'll slap the shit out of you. I don't give a fuck how scripted it is. That motherfucker. He will beat you. He will go off script. For real. Like, I'm sorry. That age thing is the stupidest fucking argument. If you're using age against against these guys, go go find something else to do with yourself. What age showed though? Exactly. What age showed that, he, that was the natural Dustin Rose. That was not gold dust. That he was, was a fifty-year-old man out there keeping up with all these young. That was the natural <laughs> in a environment where he could actually express how good he is at wrestling. And, and you don't get me wrong, so. Dustin, uh, Dustin, excuse me, Dustin did that, did not did not get the victory. Yeah, did not get the victory, but he showed you damn well that he still got it. And that's what the show has been about from top to bottom. It's not about what I I get it. They're talking about wins and losses meaning something. Mm -hmm. But before the actual TV show, because I'm assuming these records aren't counting right now. Like this is not an exhibition. No, they haven't worked out the the fine tuning (laughs) to what's going on on the TV show. Fine tune yet, but this is just showcasing talent right now. Mm -hmm. And Dustin just showed me that this can't this guy can still go. I'm, I hate to tell you guys. He's ready to retire. I hate to yeah. say I, I don't even want to. I, I, yeah, the, me, my first impression of AEW was that SVU match, which you guys as well documented on this episode. You might have to go back and rewatch it. it. But, guys, if this was the first match and this actually was the bar that put this company on, this is going to be the best company in history. Period. Quite possibly could Period. be. Period. That possible. match was perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And a yeah. lot of people hated it. Yeah. No, 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 no. A like, lot of idiots. Hated that. The sports <laughs> entertainment. When I tell, yeah. when I tell, when I tell you that the WWE loyalist puppets and the AEW trolls came out in full force, it's not. It's an understatement. It was disgusting. This is why I am at the point where I'm like, you don't deserve shit. Even that last you don't deserve shit. But no, it. Yeah. Every. I, I had to post it on my personal page instead of all the wrestling groups. I, mean, I had to post it on my personal page. Tag my parents, because my mom <laughs> was a big Dusty Rose fan. Mm. That was the closest thing to a black champion we had, <laughs> and she loved Dusty. I'm like, Ma, just look at this real quick. Mm. And I and. And, and, those I, were, and those puppets who don't know that actual last promo where he said, um, "I'm saying this before God in the world. I don't need a partner. I don't need. I mean, my older brother." That was when Dusty Rhodes and Dustin, when Dustin was way younger. Yeah, when well, it was pretty much Cody's age. Dude, yeah. When Dusty did that promo, that was just paying homage to how beautiful that moment was, and not for nothing, Dusty has to be up there. This whole match, and this is how I, how I actually thought of this. 
this match was a love letter to their lost father. Oh yeah, that's oh, that. Oh yeah, that was the match that they wanted to. That was the that was the match they wanted at Mania. They wanted to show their father that ma- that kind of match, and fucking Vince was like, "Ah, oh, that doesn't sell. That brothers don't fight. That won't sell." Because in his yeah. fucking old ass senile seventy year old fucking dementia having fucking head. Vince, okay, because you know what, it, Vince. He's an only child, isn't he? No, no, no. no Vince no, has a brother. He so what is it? Is it very distant? He oh, very okay. Sorry, they didn't, leave, they didn't meet until like later on in life. That's why brothers don't fight because he he doesn't, he doesn't know that relation. Even Bruce was like, "Yes, we do." <laughs> <laughs> and also, shout out to Cody for uh, destroying that uh, Triple H esque crown with Great. the sledgehammer before the match. That was that hilarious. was hilarious. That was fire. <laughs> Yo. Allegedly, it wasn't towards him. Yes, it was. Yeah. No, no. See, I got a backstory on this. Allegedly. I got a backstory on this. I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently the, the beef that Cody has with Triple H, because a lot of people are like, why doesn't he have this beef with, with, with Vince? Vince is the one that really fucked. No. Apparently, Triple H, everything that is going on at NXT was Dusty. It was yeah. Dusty's rope. was Dusty's plans and his all his, his, he he said that he architect everything that's going on at NXT right now, and Triple H took all of that, and they just pushed Dusty aside, and he took all the credit for it. But then again, Dusty so I don't know. No, but see, at the beginning, he laid all the foul, he, he laid the groundwork. But apparently, the story goes that Triple H took all the credit and everything. That what's going on at NXT right now. Was all laid by Dusty and Triple H is taking credit for it, saying that it's all him. Yeah, when it wasn't. I don't know how true this is. I think they do. No, no, they give him credit, but apparently. But apparently, (laughs) from what I've read and from the stuff that you know, the rumors and the dirt sheets and stuff like that, it was more Dusty did than they give him credit for. Dusty did a lot. Okay, there's a reason why there's a, there's a crop of there's a crop of NXT graduates that they call Dusty's kids, yeah. which Juice Robinson is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The but if you notice, before. they're all gone. They said yeah. that in the table before that Dusty had a huge part. But Dusty's kids are gone. Mm-hmm. They're all out of NXT. They're all out of WWE. Wow. So they say that that's the reason why Cody's got this disdain towards Triple H. I mean, you're mm-hmm. screwing over my father and taking taking uh, ownership Aye. of his legacy. I fucking smash your throne too. Because that's why I'm like, because I thought the same thing. I saw the thing. I saw that spot. I'm like, thinking to myself, I'm like, why is he going after Triple H? If anything, Vince is the one that fucked him more. It makes more sense now. That stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I just just surfing the internet, Google searching and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you know, and obviously, <laughs> obviously, we're just, I'm just, I'm just, obviously, I'm just passing along no, stuff that I'm, I have read. Have Codex Wrestling, you know, I heard, I heard. You read, you read multiple things, you put stuff together and stuff like that, and try to pass it off as best you can. Yeah. It could be wrong. It could be 100 percent true, but by the looks of it, I could believe it 100 percent true because. Yeah. Dusty had a huge fucking hand at the beginning of NXT. Mm-hmm. When it changed from SC, FCW to NXT, Dusty was like the architect. He was the Seth fucking Rollins of that fucking thing. And then Triple H gets all the fucking credit. Everybody knows mm-hmm. Dusty's the mastermind. Right? Yeah. Everybody knows oh, yeah. Dusty's legacy is never going to be matched in terms of WrestleMania. Ever. Ever. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, number one. Number one. Number one. Can I say this? 
He brought interracial yeah. relations to the main stage and, and bringing Sapphire out there. Did he, did he or not? He did. Yep. He did. He was a grown man. He was a, he was a, he's just a... Anyway. <laughs> God rest his soul. We got to get back to AEW, man. But oh, yeah. Yes, Rinaldi. Fuck the people who said they didn't like that match because they just... Uh, the white, the white door. Yeah. Dude, that match was just perfect. They just yeah. don't. Like I said before, five yeah. out of five. Best. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on the record right. and say this and say this. This match, hate me if you want to, was better than Adam Cole versus Gargano. Period. Just as good. Yeah. I was entertained yeah. by both. Yeah, I gave just as good, but emotionally, that match yeah, was we, just yeah. emotionally. You are so invested into this match yeah. by the end of it, dude. On the edge of your seat. I was, yeah, I was on the edge of my seat for both matches. Mm. But uh, uh, if you if you want to hit if you want to hit me in my fandom heart, then you give me Dusty, Dusty and Cody. Yeah. Mm. If you want to hit me in my this shit is fucking amazing in the ring, then you give me Gargano and, and Cole. And just for the record, I want this to be the final time that Dusty and Dustin actually wrestle. Leave this rivalry where it is. You just gave us a perfect. Oh yeah, by the sounds no, of they it, they got the cut. They got the tag team match coming up. No, no, but I don't want to see them going head to head anymore. Oh no, oh, no, yeah. no, we don't need it. Yeah. No, by the no by the sounds of it, they would have took that match and put it on the next row. Oh my yeah, god, that would have happened so many times. They, they would have had rematches after. Re- First of all, the original match wouldn't have ended, would have ended with some sort of shenanigans or DQ. Yeah, just and so then the rematch on Monday Night Raw would have ended probably just as bad. And then by SmackDown, there would have been run-ins. Oh my god, we would have got so convoluted and over fucking crowded. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's a good point, Evan. I feel you on that. Yeah. But I just I just really, really was and I keep saying emotionally invested because this was actually I saw Yeah, the, exactly. I saw the Cody promo before the match started when he's talking about killing and putting his, his brother down, mm-hmm. killing the attitude ever. Started yeah. out with Yeah, emotionally it hit started with that's why the, Triple H's throne. Yep. Went in there I love that. I love that when she when she handed him the fucking sledgehammer, I was like, "In the way uh, he." When she handed the sledgehammer, when I saw the sledgehammer, I was like, "No." <laughs> when she handed it, I was like, "Fucking do it!" Oh, we do we it. Pop. We pop. Do it. We pop. Yeah, but here's the thing: the way Cody held the sledgehammer, like he looked at it, it the same way Triple H looks at a sledgehammer, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Yeah." And what's sad yeah, is people are like that was cringe. That was cringy. Oh my god, that was uh, so bad of a part. That was a horrible segment. Why? I ate that up like, like what the? Cheeseburger f- with bacon, chili, and onion rings. On that's the why I buried these motherfuckers. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for my final rant because trust that, me. That's I why I buried these motherfuckers. I'm like, how do you find that cringeworthy? That was symbolic. Excellent. Like Dustin, Dusty Rose is sitting up in heaven, like, do it again, do it again, do it again. I'm gonna tell so, you straight up, man. Desi was in the man. I tell you, my boys, my boys. <laughs> oh, they put on a show. And once I- again, <laughs> and once again, the crowd, because the crowd was so investedly, emotionally invested. And real quick, shout out to that that old lady with the white hair sitting front row center. Yeah. And hard camera. No, no. She was a G. No, she was. But shout out to AEW Jesus. 
No, no. That lady was a G. She was popping for everything. She was cheering. She was taking pictures. She was on her feet. She was a wrestling fan. Yo. I want to meet her and shake her hand because she she obviously was first in line for tickets Mm -hmm. because she got prime seats. No, she's family. That's 50 yard line. No, she's family. She gotta be. No, she's, she's, gotta, she's definitely. Gotta family. She's definitely. She gotta be. She, she gotta be. That, we got the Saudi Arabian Super Showdown. That's better than WrestleMania. I'm not speaking. Better <laughs> than WrestleMania coming up. Good no. luck on topping that match. And there's another one coming up that you're not gonna tap. Either. Yeah. So, uh, so after, so after this excellent match, we had another surprise. We had the legend, the Hitman, Bret Hart, come out to inter- introduce the AEW World Championship Title Belt. And my man MJF stole the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous belt. Right Gorgeous hey, belt. I gotta, I gotta say, like the, I, I love the, the look of the AEW title because it looks like a combination between the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the big gold belt from WCW. Yeah, yeah. And look, and it looks it fucking. You have to see it in a better light. You have to see it. It looks so fucking heavy. It looks like something that you literally have to carry, not something you just yeah. drape over your shoulder like a prop. Like you carry hey, this. Hey, I hey, heard hey. it might be almost yeah. 25 shot times. Off yeah, I know it's a 25 times title. Wow. That's a huge title. But <laughs> exactly. You don't just drag that bitch along on the floor. No, you carry this and it's like something you hold like a child. Or you pride. wear it around your waist like a belt. Yes, exactly. You hold you Shout out to Jeff Jarrett. You wear it or you carry it. He always wore it with pride. Not just Yeah. No, you <laughs> put you carry it, you wear it with pride. That's what the belt looks like. That's what how a belt should look. Mm-hmm. You know, it look it has gold on it. It's got weight on it. It's got leather on it. Not this fucking universal WWE title fucking cheap shit or a WBO ripoff cheap shit. I should say. Did you guys actually see who was supposed to be the original person that yeah. unveiled it? Supposed to be Flair. It's supposed to be Ric Flair. Yeah. But oh, once again, because of health issues and stuff like that, and he had to pull out Starcast, and which I don't. Honestly, Ric Rick Flair, stay your ass at home because I ain't ready to lose your ass. Listen, man. Man, nobody nobody wants you. Flair, nobody wants you going around anywhere if you ain't good enough to go anywhere. So t- I, no I, problem. I got, I'm just glad I got my. I got. I'm glad I got my picture and autograph. Let me say this. Yeah. Honestly, if it was Flair, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much as it, I did with Bret Hart because that was a genuine shock. Are you we, kidding me? Yes, yeah. that's serious. The champion no, of champions yeah. should no, no, have no, been no. Unveiling that title. Because it's Flair. Flair's NWA. The champion of champions. Yes, because you know why? Your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Yes, because you understand. Top one. Let me think. Hold on. Let me explain why. If it was Ric Flair, Mr. NWA, Mr. WCW, everyone would have been like, oh, seen that coming. You got Bret fucking Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart was you a shocker. You got Bret Hart. You didn't get Flair because Flair's been everywhere. You got Bret. Yeah. You got Bret. You didn't get. You didn't get anybody else. You got Bret Hart. And where was he just two weeks ago? Oh, he was a call. He was at WCW. <laughs> or a couple weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. He was getting it. It was a two-time Hall of Fame. You know. You, you, you know that went up Vince's ass. This motherfucker. I just made him yeah, a two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. But that was a shock. you are unveiling anything yeah. in wrestling, there is literally a wrestling god who is still We under. We, that's what I'm saying. There is nobody. Okay, okay. You're not understanding what I'm trying to get you. Jet flying, limousine riding, you're not getting... stealing, willing, and damn son of well, a gun. This is what if you're, you're going to if, if you're if if find one B out of one A, Bret Hart. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the shock factor because one B, one A. Hold on. We knew about the title being unveiled. We knew about the title being unveiled, right? 
We knew that something was going to happen. Ric Flair, how many times have we seen him Don't in him Impact? How many times have we seen him in Ring of Honor? We've seen him uh, do all these spots for all these other companies, right? Oof. For Brett, for them, for if, if they're taking shots, they're taking shots at WWE, mm-hmm. and you pull out Brett Hart. That's a kick in the nuts to Vince. That Flair, is. like I said, he's been everywhere, done anything. You know, you could have got Tully, you could have got Magnum, you could have got Arn, you could have got any of those guys. Mm-hmm. You got Brett. That's why everybody was like, Natty's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> everybody, oh, fuck right you. after she came, right right after she came out, everybody's like, damn, Natty's fucked. Oh, man, it's Brett. And I just want to get a uh, just get a quick comment. And Nick said uh, Jericho's going to be the inaugural champion of AEW. Nope, I, I just Hangman is... He's got a name, bro. Actually, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill you in a second. Apparently, Bret Hart fell backstage before he was supposed to come out. No, he fell on the way back. No, apparently that everybody said everybody was asking why he looked like shit coming out, why he was limping. No, he fell coming. He fell coming out. Apparently, he apparently he was when he was coming up to the stage to come out, he tripped and fell, and he busted his ass. And at his age and everything like that, busting your ass. On a slight fall is like catastrophic. I thought it was when he was going back. No, he fell on his way out. That's why he looked like shit. That's why he was kind of limping, limping down and everything, moving kind of slowly. That's why he looked like shit because he fell uh, beforehand. Second five star match. You know, but yeah. yeah. Like I said, if you're going to get, if you can't get one A, one B in Bret Hart, it's. Not a bad choice. No, not a bad choice. Yeah, it's a star. Okay. Like I said. I've been saying that for months now. (laughs) Actually, that right there, when he came out and he did that, I was like, yeah, I can see him as top heel. I've been saying that. I was like, yeah, I can see him as top heel. The moment, the first time. When he was like, brother, go! I was like, oh, this motherfucker. I'll say this. Yeah. And this is when I first heard of MJF. I heard about MJF about two years ago, right? On Busted Open, because he was featured on the show when he was still in MLW. This guy was the most annoying. Pr- I'm like, who the fuck is this dude talking like he'd been in the business for 35 years? But damn, if I wasn't right about yo, that kid sounds like he's gonna be a star, and he's gonna be he's a star. He's a star right now. Yeah, he's, kid, yeah. to the point where there's a big ass sign in the middle of SmackDown yesterday. You aren't MJF. <laughs> he got banned from Starcast. They told him. They were saying from New York he was if he shows up at Starcast. Security's already got a picture and everything, and he's banned. Oh, that was great. That was that was pure but, comedy. But no, MJ, to me, MJ yeah, he definitely like a star. If AEW is trying to build a future head heel and top heel, I would put my money on MJ. Yeah, it's a, you got to remember, it's, it's it's grassroots. Everybody, pretty much from everybody from the from the Rumble on, you're all get, this is all your first views. We're yeah. looking at these people. We're seeing, you know, hey, I like yeah, this. Yeah, we guy. don't know who's I gonna like be this. what. Yeah, if people, especially who's gonna, people who don't know them. I like this guy. Or Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus came out looking like a fucking star. Half of the people yeah. in the world don't even know who the hell Luchasaurus is. <laughs> Seriously. But he came off looking like a star. He Jimmy did. Havoc. It's like, all right, violence. I like that. Joey Janela. Crazy spots. I like that. Jungle Boy. He has a cool look. His dad's Luke Perry. I like that. Yeah, a lot it, of people, a lot of people came out saying, a lot of people didn't even know who Jungle Boy was and they looked at him and like, why does he look like Luke Perry? And then they did research. People like, didn't even know that was Luke Perry's kid until after he died. A lot of people did. Until a lot. Yeah. A shit ton. A shit ton. Yeah. I only knew because some, I had read, I was reading up on stuff about him a while back and they were like, the son of Luke Perry. That's how the article opened. And yeah. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was like, 
Yeah. Uh, and that's my biggest yeah. come out from the entire night, including the title ceremony. The title is beautiful, but yeah, me, that belt. That, MJF is a fucking star. That belt. Oh, yeah. That kid's going to Absolutely. be money. He's, he's going to be a top heel. And then uh, the next match, the penultimate match of the evening, you had my second favorite match of the night, the Young Bucks. Uh, defending the AAA World Tag Team Championships against the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Yes, puppets! No, 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 no. For all you motherfucking puppets who have been nothing but watching WWE and sucking on the teat of Vince McMahon, tag team wrestling is alive. There is tag team wrestling outside of WWE that is flourishing. That is fucking gorgeous. That is fucking exciting. But you wouldn't know because if you watch this WWE, you think tag team wrestling is non existent. It's a joke. It's just, you know, two guys put together to fight two bad guys. You know, just, you know, it's an opening segment for fucking Raw. But no, it's alive. Just gotta say this get well soon, Pentagon, because the ND ranks need you. Especially out here where I plan on going to see you. Big time wrestling event that usually looks, that usually has that. Yes, game. Zero miedo, puto. <laughs> I love that. And when he said that, to, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Nick, I want to respond to that, but I'm going to wait till we actually get to yeah. the match. Because I agree with that statement. Yeah, so like the Young Bucks, arguably one of the best, if not the best, uh, tag team in the world. Say uh, right. I have been wanting to say this with y'all. What, what? The Young that Bucks. Bucks are are really? That's tag team. Wait, 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 wait. No, they are the real best, best tag, tag team, team in, in the in world, Craig. Right? Nah, nah, nah. The light skin one was off. Do it again. All right, right. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm talking to you. All right, let me, let, me, let, me get, let me get it going. Just follow my lead. Right, Ladies and gentlemen, the Young Bucks are indeed the... Greatest tag team in the world, Craig. But yeah, this was from the plums. But yeah, there were big, there were a huge chance of tag team wrestling from the crowd. Yes, this is what we've been missing for weeks, for months on end. Years, years, years. How many spots can you count in this match that were would have been like replayed for the rest of the year in the other federation? Let's just say not even. I'm tired of talking about them. Yeah. Um, let's just say like an Alabama slam into a leg drop. We can say a front flip. Up Anytime the Phoenix goes on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime <laughs> Phoenix touches the fucking ropes. Fucking Pentagon sitting on the ring like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm cheering him on. He's, he's like, just yeah, keep doing all the work. He's up in the, he's got one dude. He's up on the ropes, super kicking, flipping, hurricanrana. What the? While like jumping whole, from one side of the yes, room to the other. While bouncing on multiple ropes like a fucking kangaroo and shit. Like. A Canadian destroyer on the side of the mat. Yeah. WWE yeah. just started doing power bombs on the fucking ring apron. And can I They're say doing this? Canadian destroyers. Can I say this? We all know Flair has the best woo in the business, but goddamn Pentagon's number two. Oh. <laughs> His woo is always on point. Oh, sorry, brain busted to the top turnbuckle. Oh, Shout yeah. Out. And, I, and I even said it. Ask Carl. I even said it. I'm like, damn, they're shouting out El Generico. No, trademark of El Generico. I was like, I just fucking said, said it. Like, literally. <laughs> one second. I was like, that's old El Generico. El Generico, yeah. see? Like, yeah. Yo. Yes, Ed. Tag t- huh? Yes, oh, yeah. Ed. Tag team wrestling is alive. No more of those fucking tag team match player. Memes, cause mm-hmm. holla, holla, play. and WWE, Bro. the iconics are champions. That's enough said. Greatness yeah. is champions. Shut your mouth. All right, let's, keep, let's put all the BS to the side, right? Yeah. Who are your tag team champions in WWE right now? Oh, 
We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, well, joke aside, you have the Iconics. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have Hawkins right. and Ryder. Yep. But, 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 but they beat the Revival, so is that really a plus or a minus in that field? Okay. No, that's a minus. No. Okay. And then you that's have a huge the minus. champions of Eric Rowan. And a former new Daniel Bryan. And a former, and former. No, grew on me though. No, that tag team grew on. Me. But look, look. It did. It Out of, did. He is a former fucking WWE champion. He's carrying oh around useless, useless tin metal. Would you rather have Daniel Bryan than Kofi? I'd rather have him at least in the main event picture, not no. carrying around useless tin. Because when he gets to the main event picture, he wins. Put it this way: the tag team titles aren't even gold belts. They're tin. They're yeah. tin fucking aluminum They're belts. Gold, yeah. They are not. They are not one hundred percent recyclable hemp. Yes, I'm sorry. Understand? They're recyclable fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> They're Mac tin cans. Oak. <laughs> But I, but I will say like like this match between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. This is the tag team match to beat this year. There's not gonna be beat it's this not. year. It's and not. I was I was completely. We went in. Fest can can do better or any of the following events well, we, that AEW yeah. has coming up in August and September. Yes, Ronaldo. Phoenix, please don't die. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that that contrasting styles between the Road Brothers and the uh, and the Young Bucks, it's not gonna be because they were similar styles. They were high flyers. They were high octane. But dude, that was a hundred uh, miles per hour from dude, the Dude, what? Yeah, Have you not seen the bo- the I Bucks know. can work with anybody? anybody. Yeah, the Lucha Brothers. Not, oh. Put it this way. Pentagon and real. No, they put on a show just as much with their aerial acrobatics. Yeah, they're great. They're, put it this way. They really did. T- leading up to this year, Pentagon and Phoenix were a real tag team. This past year, Pentagon and Phoenix has shown they can work with fucking blow-up dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Bucks, we already know the Bucks can work with blow-up dolls, okay? They can work with fucking children and make the children look fucking... Newborns look like fucking stars. But Pentagon and Phoenix... Pentagon and Phoenix, <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're actually blood brothers, but they came they, they were singles competitors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think but this past year, yeah, yeah. But this past yeah. year, they, since it's teaming up, they have shown that they could hang with the fucking Usos, God, the Briscoes. I would love to see Dude, that. Dude, I would yeah. love to see the Usos free from WWE and fucking work in the and, Indies with some of these tag oh, teams that are out yeah. there. Right. Holy yeah. shit! A, a couple, a couple of episodes ago, right on our show, I went on, on a limb and I said it: the Dudley Boys, in my opinion, are the greatest tag team ever. Not named the Road Warriors. No, including Road Warriors. No. The reason, <laughs> the reason why, the reason why, was because what did the Road Warriors do when they came out? They would walk in, smash the blah blah blah, go. They would destroy everybody. Totally get that. When you talk about the Dudleys, the Dudleys can work with high flyers. They can work with cruiserweights. They can work hardcore. No, style. no, no. This, they can this work is with di- this is different. No, no. no. Th- this is where I'm getting. Let me get to the point. Let me get to the point. The reason why right now I can say the Young Bucks are the best in the world is because of the fact they can work with high flyers. They can work with the smaller guys. They can work with the bigger guys. They can work a hardcore style. To me, if you're going to be considered the best in the world at anything, you must be better than everybody at everything. And if you look you at that, the Shane list, McMahon? if you look at the list of the people they were showing during the the last episodes of Being the Elite, mm. when they were showing the Briscoes, they beat them. The Motor City Machine Guns beat them. 
Dudleys. Shut up. Them. I forgot all about the machine gun. They even man. did a machine gun spot in the match. They actually did the yeah. um, the yeah, Motor City thing. Yeah, they actually did that. To me, when I look at that aspect of pro wrestling, when I talk about all arounds or whatever, like Ric Flair's the GOAT, yes. Shawn Michaels, GOAT, yes. Jericho, GOAT, yes. It's because they can work any style. They're not in one lane. So are you, in all your optimism, are you saying that the Roach Brothers versus the Bucks is going to be better than the Lucha Bros versus the Bucks? In a different way, it could be. If you're talking storytelling, storytelling is going to be yes, it could be better. I know. If you're talking about athleticism, no, it depends on what your taste is for that match. That's but you have to be, uh, you have to have the ability to work all different styles. And that's, to me, that's right why those two teams that were on on last Saturday are the best teams in the world. And, and I just want to add on to a well, piggyback a point from an earlier point that I made. You guys were saying that the SCU match, you know how they were showing off their athleticism? Yeah. No, they weren't. No. That was an athleticism show. What they just pulled off in that match was an absolute five-star class. No, no, no. no, 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 no. See, see. What you got from the SCU match was showing off athleticism of new guys. They're showing What you got from from Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks was athleticism and storytelling at the same time. Yeah. Because there, there was a story. This is why, this oh, is yeah, why yeah, you yeah. didn't like the first match because there was no real story. This was no, really... Like this, this, well. this was really <laughs> SCU showcasing three Chinese wrestlers. It was more which, of a showcase for Which we're used to Japanese wrestlers, but we're not... Once again, that's the, the, you know, the way this country works that we think that all... Re- or Orientals are Chinese or something, or or Japanese. No, actually, but working at where I work, Chinese bro, I can you know, we have Japanese stars. But nobody knows what a Chinese wrestler star is. We're just discovering Saya Lee, a Chinese wrestler. Yep. Okay, but still to this day, people are like Chinese or Japanese. No, there's a huge fucking difference. Exactly, it's a huge fucking, and that's what the SCU match was. was Oriental was getting showcased. It was introducing well, we, us to that. Yes, what we got from Lucha Brothers and your Bucks was storytelling and high flying with two established teams. Yep. But I did yeah. not think the Bucks would keep those belts, bro. I didn't know. We, we, didn't, we didn't pick them. I, didn't I, I I'm guessing you know Triple H got a bigger Triple A wrestling got a bigger story for that, and that's why they. Because from what I read, it was Triple A's call not to have the Lucha Brothers win. Because apparently the Bucks were going to put over the Lucha Brothers. Plus, Pentagon got hurt. Anyway. That's what the that's yeah. what the original thing was from the start. Because of that five point something put, million people watching on free ass TV when they saw that match. Yeah, happen. when they Holy when shit. they won the belts from the Lucha Brothers was from the get go was to put them over in America. Yeah, yeah. And apparently Triple A was like, no, 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 no. You guys go over. I guess there's a bigger story to it. Yep. We'll find out. And they just they just banged beautiful matches, bro. And the Lucha Brothers are just a little banged up. They had to pull out some indie shows. They they were injured after the thing. But like Ronaldo pointed out, they fucked forty eight tag team matches this year already. Yeah. And we're what month are we in? (laughs) Forty eight. And we're in May. So these guys, and I'll tell you right now. Every time I open up Facebook, there's a clip of them fucking doing a match somewhere. Well, like everybody, like yeah. on Raw and SmackDown, where everyone's like, "Oh, that was a great Canadian destroyer." It's like, dude, that wasn't even the best one from this. Yeah, game. exactly. Because somebody, either Pentagon or Phoenix, yeah, had a better we're one. Because those guys have been everywhere lately. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was good. So, huh? So. 
So yeah, man, this match was 24 minutes and 55 seconds of excellence. Of excellence, yes. second longest match of the night, and then now <laughs> we get to the longest match of the night, the main event: Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega, one on one. Yes, puppets. This was Chris Jericho, the guy who last year and the year before would do spots and run-ins in WWE. That guy. You know, the he guy actually, that used to put over KO? He actually, believe it or not, left WWE what? and made a success continuance <gasps> No. without the help of Vince McMahon. Why you lie? <laughs> uh, actually, no. uh, hold on real quick, right. real quick. Nick Thomas, the guy who founded the, the uh, uh, OWE... Was originally he was originally trained in Japan and everything. He is Japanese and everything, but he did move. He did relocate to China and everything. And the stars there now are all Chinese Shaolin trained wrestlers and everything. There are some Japanese wrestlers mixed in there and everything into that corporate into that company. Yeah. Understandable, you know. But majority of them are Chinese. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank Just you. Point something out. Yep. And I wanted to point out uh, Nick Thomas's er uh, earlier comment about the Jericho Omega match. He says, uh, "Hear me out in regards to uh, why Chris Jericho should be the first AEW World Champion." He says that the guy who brings instant prestige to the title, given everything he's done, also just imagine the heel run he's gone have he's going to have with it based off of his promo after the Kenny Kenny Omega match. Chris would be money with the title. I disagree with that statement. No, actually, I, 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 can, I, I actually, that happen, but I, let me, let me, let me go hear you. Go go no, no, I was just okay. The reason I disagree with that statement, right? What formula are we following by doing that? Following WWE. Exactly. We're literally doing exactly what would but happen see, to WWE. No. Hold on, let me explain why. Why are we going to give the belt to an established person again if we're literally taking a risk and doing something brand new and different, How ladies and gentlemen? This is the part that baffles me when it comes to wrestling, right? It's the first show. They're doing a clean slate. AEW is whatever they're presenting to us as a double or nothing. They're a different type of company. We already know it's a different type of management. It's a different style of wrestling. It's not WWE. They are an alternative. The fact that Jericho is actually in the match is good and this is a term that i always use that bully ray has said a ton of times you can there could be two people in a match one person can go over and the other person can get over mm -hmm. jericho is an established star does that mean he needs to go over no it means hangman has to get over mm -hmm. so jericho winning a championship right now after he's won how many is going to mean what to his legacy? Now, see, the, the, he is... Wait, wait, wait. Hangman becoming the first AEW champion after we all said he's the lowest on the total pole of the elite guys, right? Kenny's not getting the title shot. also rub a lot of salt in the pot salty. <laughs> exactly. Well, not even that, but he's the lowest on the list of the elite, right? Mm -hmm. He was the guy that we... When we were talking about Hangman going to WWE, where did we say he was going to He was going to be the jobber. He was going to be the jobber in NXT, right? Why are we going to follow the same formula that WWE would do and just give it to the guy with the name? No, you're a new company. You're already taking risks. Why not have Hangman get over and win the, uh, win the title? 
and have him be the first guy. Because no, if you if you're relying on Jericho, you're basically doing what all the puppets are saying. No, you're see. relying on former WWE talent to get yourselves over. Instead of making a new star, you're relying on an established star. That's I don't think this is what these boys are gonna do. To me, it is pointless. It's great to have him in the match, but it's pointless for him to actually win the belt. Because what do I always say about titles? The story is what? In the chase. In the chase, right? Mm-hmm. If we already think Jericho's going to win the title and he's going to have this great heel run, what does that mean for Chris Jericho in AEW once he loses that belt? What does he have left to do? Nothing. But Hangman see, is establishing a career. There. You don't see the story. You don't see the, the, the Jericho winning. The, Jericho has to win that belt now. You haven't seen all the, the promos you've been cutting? How AEW Eddie, anybody owes, has seen the promos. Exactly. <laughs> AEW, oh, he's been cut. This is why he's been cutting those promos. Because he's been telling everybody, you owe me. So I'm your first champion. You owe me. Kiss my ass. Hangman Page is going to get over by being the guy who takes down the prick of all pricks that Jericho's becoming. He's becoming the, the, the super prick. What MJF is going to be eventually, mm-hmm. what Jericho is right now. Agreed. He is like, Cody, suck my dick. Yeah. He's like, you got this because of me. You got that TNA because TNT because of me. And this is why Hangman Page chasing him and finally getting that belt is going to make... Because right now, Hangman Page is not the star. He, they put that belt on him right now, done. Yeah, with Hangman. First of all, he's we don't not, know when the title he, match is. That's the first thing we do. Yeah, we don't know when it is, but I tell you right now, Hangman Page being the first champion, no, it's not going to work. All right. The fans will turn on him. The fans will turn on him. No, no, they're fickle. No, 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 they're no, no, no. fickle. This is where the argument is. But they're fickle. They will turn on him. WWE But that's just the thing is. These AEW fans don't even truly know who Hangman Page is yet. Yes, they do. No, they don't. How are you? Hangman t- Page is right. now because I will totally disagree with what you know name. about Hangman Page now has been pretty much been a psychic lower level mid Carter. What Jericho, what this feud with Jericho could build him into is the main event star. Okay, I'll go. But him go just having the, the title right off the rip. Well, it, it, it could do damage. How many times have we seen that? All right, all right. Let's see. That. All right, I'll counter that. All right, let's go comic book, right? And I, you guys know me. I'm not big into comic books and heroes and all that stuff. If a bad guy is the first one with a power, if Thanos already had the six stones when they first started off, what would have happened? The same thing that happened in the, at the end of it. Yeah, just for the record, the GOAT, you can't put him in your reference. No, no, I'm just, but I'm asking you a question. <laughs> yeah. I'm asking you a question. All right. Yeah. If a bad guy already has the superpower... What does that mean? He already controls everything. If a bad guy is going to get the superpower, mm-hmm. doesn't that mean more? But see, the uh, thing wait, is, to though. Counter that, to counter that real quick, mm-hmm. in the comic. Okay. Thanos, I'm not talking about that comic, but no, I'm talking but I'm about saying, no, but I'm, if you're I'm using yeah, that superhero aspect. But here, in this, Thanos, in the beginning, Thanos already had the Infinity Stones. And it was up to the good guys. Happened. The good guys had to. F- they came, they had to come up. This is why I'm telling you. Up to defeat it him. makes sense. The, the money was in, in the, the chase. chase. But at, at the point. same time, if you give somebody that much power already, like, you know how Jericho's saying, but you guys, he, the you thing guys, is, he on, doesn't me, have the power explain, right now. Time out, time out. This, this is Adrian. Let me explain this. <laughs> all right. No, because Adrian would cut me off before I even got a chance. All right. If you're going to, all right, Jericho already has the ability to control the crowd, right? He's already evil Jericho. He already has all this power by telling everyone, thank you, I'm the main event, blah, 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 okay? 
if you already expect Jericho to have the title, AEW is going to appear as the reign of Jericho right off the rip. If you're establishing a new company with new perspective and new fans, and mind you, we're not WWE fans. We're not sports entertainment fans. We understand the concept of pro wrestling, where two men are in a ring fighting. I know we talked about the whole young and old thing, blah, blah, blah. But Jericho's 48 and still looks good. Hold on, hold on. But if you're talking about a heel Jericho who's already established himself as a major heel, the top guy in the company, I'm evil, blah, 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 why are we going to give him the power right away? We have a young man, and we have a young company with young, new talent that nobody knows, right? That but supposedly that, nobody knows. But you just, said, you just said it yourself. New. Exactly. They, have, they can't just throw a new company, just can't throw a new belt on a new guy that isn't a staff. That's not, a formula not, for bad. Hold on, hold on. I'm not talking Hangman about... Page, Actually, Hangman Page is more over in Japan than he is in the U.S. I know that, and, but he's also over enough here that if he won the title, people would be okay with it. It's not like actually, Luchasaurus I'll, or Jungle Boy. Actually, I'm afraid. I'm afraid he might not be. I don't agree with. I that. think the fact that he's associated with the elite is what has him. Oh, they have to establish him outside the elite. I know. And Jericho, well, him chasing that that's what him, they're doing that now. Yeah, but no, him chasing. A goat like Jericho, who is literally who by winning but the Jericho's title. Jericho's story isn't with Hangman. Jericho's story is with Cody. Jericho's story story is with Moxley, yeah, Jer- who just appeared. No, Jericho Jericho's story. Kenny. We thought Jericho's story was going to be no. Is with, uh, Kenny and Omega. Or... Kenny and Moxley are going to be the story now. Yeah, yeah but but the Jericho ties. No, Jer- Jericho's story doesn't need the title. The Jericho story, Jericho little... Omega story will come back a few years later. We'll go. We're gonna get a rubber match yeah, a few years later. But for right now. It makes more sense to get somebody like Chris Jericho's level to win that title because he's going to be that heel that says, I control everything. You think you're my boss? This is why he said, you're not my boss. Him winning that title. So you're giving him the power now. It'll probably be some underhanded way like a heel does where he'll win that title some underhanded way. And it's like Paige, like Cody does not be his champion. Cody should be champion. Cody is pretty much the owner, the persuader owner of the company. Exactly. So he that, shouldn't Jericho be champion. Doesn't need the title. No, I mean well, Cody should not have that title. Exactly. Jericho, so why should Jer- so why should Jericho hold the title? Because Jericho know where he's doesn't. Going next, Jericho's Cody. not acknowledging himself as a persuader owner. He's not. Like, at no point has he said that I'm a VP or he's anything not. like that. Jericho is just a performer. He's exactly. Just a wrestler. So his next story him, is going towards. If his next story is going towards Jericho. Then I mean, I mean, it's going towards uh, Cody or Kenny. Why does he need the title? He doesn't um, because need the title. as right now the story says that he is the reason why this is all happening, and nobody AEW is sucking his dick exactly for exactly the reason so why he him doesn't grabbing need the title. that title and I, saying until you all bend to my will, I'm not giving this belt up. And Paige coming up and saying I'm going to stop you. I'm going to win this belt and free AEW from what you're doing to us. Makes him a bigger star. That's WWE. It's not about but, the story but, of being a bad uh, guy or a good guy. But like, let me let me perspective. Like Nick pointed out, you don't have to reinvent the wheel though. Sometimes yeah. that. But when you don't reinvent the wheel and you common copy everybody else, what do people do and well, complain? But I, I, it I, looks I, just like WWE. I do. But that's the thing. How much? How many more? Well, I, I do. But point giving out the title comments. to Paige could do more harm than good. How many times have we seen a new guy get a title run and it's like, no, 
And then that person because that's WWE booking. Hold on. Hold on. And I, that's something that uh, AEW has to avoid. So going through Jericho. So why do the hold WWE on. Let me, thing? Let me point out. It goes back to this. It goes back. I'll settle this right now. It goes back to South Park did it. Uh, his sisters did it. Every uh, Unfortunately, everything's been done already. There's exactly. not much more you can do. So why do the usual norm? I, I do want I, I, I do want to point out uh, a couple comments uh, in in regards to this. Uh, one from Eddie Ed, Edward Figueroa, another from Gary Threat. Uh, Edward says, um, "I just finished listening to Talk Is Jericho with Moxley, an excellent podcast. Yes. Um, his best line is when AEW goes on TV, and you want to attract the casual fans looking for that alternative. You need names to draw them in. Jericho is that starting name I, with the." Title with, with the title, Gary Threat says, If Jericho beats Okada, then he will win the AEW title. He'd be the best in the East and the West, literally the best in the world. Jericho beats Okada, and he can come back and dog Kenny about how he couldn't get it done with all those matches they had. Jericho did it in one shot. Yeah, it's multiple stories gonna be written out of that. Yeah, yep. Um, also, Nick Thomas says, um, I agree, Hangman is not an established dude. He damn sure ain't a guy to be the first champ in a new company. And it's, it's the day he wins that title, he, I, I will come back to this episode. It will be after Jericho, and after Jericho helps build him onto that. Yeah. Jericho is going to be that heel that builds him into that face that, you know, everybody's like, fucking yes, he did it, he did it. Fuck, yes, yes, Bro, yes. Yes, he's, that's what Jericho is playing. Jericho is playing that fuck you all card. His promo afterwards. Cool. Why ain't nobody thanking me? The fact that exactly. the fact that he shot himself on video when they were doing the thank you and everything. I agree with all of that. Showing his angry face like, these motherfuckers didn't even say thank you to me. They didn't call me. Like, that's, that's what Jericho is building, the, what he's building up right I'm now. I'm cool with that. My thing is, does he need the title? Oh, either one of the two needs the title. Well, one of them's going to get it. My question is, which guy <laughs> needs it more? Who needs the guy? The guy doesn't need it. The company does. That company needs, that company exactly. needs I, I somebody totally like disagree. Jericho I to totally start it off. Disagree. How? Huh? Every wrestling company needs a champion, bro. I will say this, right? And that's not the, the yeah. last name, McMahon. But this is the thing. Everyone, this is the, this is the problem with AEW, and I see it already happening, right? Everyone is looking at it as if it's WWE. Nobody over here is looking at it like it's no, WWE. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking no. about those people. Everyone's looking at it as if it's another WWE. It's not. It's an alternative. The best way to be an alternative is to not do what everyone but, expects you to do, but which is to give the title to the bigger name. It wouldn't it be to me, it looks better. You're giving the younger talent a chance to already hold the title. No, but I see to what you're saying. First champion, and to actually have a heel wanting, oops, sorry, wanting the title because to, don't worry, it was nothing. Wanting the title because if Hangman wants the title, oh, basically, all right, we'll go back to the twenty four seven thing, right? What did I say about Roman Reigns having that title literally at his feet? You devalued that title because the guy who was considered the big dog had a championship literally in front of him and gave it to somebody else, right? Now, if Roman wanted that title, it would have elevated the value of that championship because a guy like Roman would have gotten the title, correct? Mm. Now, no. But what I you totally disagree with you that. Just, Roman would have elevated um, it. But what you I, just said is so, somebody yeah. like Jericho not winning, not holding that you know belt. I'm gonna say that. Come on. 
you gotta think in the in the long term. If we think AEW survives 15, 20 years from now, the first champion being Chris Jericho would be talked about in the legendary standard. But it would compared also... to be oh Adam pa- uh, Hangman Page was the yeah, first champion. And what if yeah. Hangman Page is a flame out because it was too early for? Him. Sometimes it is too early for certain part, for certain people. And I feel That's Hangman WWE Page is perspective. If it happens young, everywhere in TNA, Ring of Honor, in the Indies. There's been multiple hundreds they, of in thousands. Other words, in other words, they're just going to be WWE light, is what you're telling me, because they're going to do exactly what WWE is doing. Right. You're just, not doing something different if you're doing exactly what every other company does. Probably at just that moment. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, I would say at this point... Um, the interesting part is going to be the, the, the many fucking roads that we could yeah. possibly take. Right. That's the, that, that's yeah, the no, part. I totally that's the part that's interesting. Because there are so many, like, we get to... Why be the same when you can be different? And literally, that's what these guys are fighting for is to be different. So why do the same thing? Like I said, it's right. to me, it's more valuable. If Chris Jericho is chasing the title, then he is already holding the belt. Okay, but, it's, it's, it's an interesting But Jericho established but, Mega Hall of Fame. Everybody's probably f- top 10, top 5 chasing a belt. Chasing yes! A, well, I'll, I'll say He this, shouldn't have to chase shit. I'll say at this shit. point, um, it's like Ric Flair. It's like agree. Ric Flair asking the challenge for asking to be a challenger yes! for a title. Ric Flair wants to fight me, or I want to fight Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. Yeah, I don't have to do that. Well, or Ric Flair wants to fight me. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's important for Ric Flair to fight me because I'm the champion. I'll say, like, at this point, it's very early in the game. So it's, at this point, agree to disagree. So we can we can uh, move on yeah. to the final segment and wrap this up because it is late. We're going to go back and forth. So, so the, the, the exclamation point of this event to wrap up everything, John Moxley makes his debut post-match. He attacks Chris Jericho with the Dirty Deeds. He brawls with Omega through the MGM crowd. They, they battle on stage. And then Moxley... Dumps him off the poker chip uh, props onto the stage. Kenny's knocked unconscious. Moxie looks like an even bigger star here in this one segment than he ever did in the WWE, despite his success as Dean Ambrose, despite winning every championship in the WWE. He looks like a bigger star here now, a bigger deal now and, in this one in segment. In what, 10 minutes? Not even? And it, <laughs> the reason it, it, that he wouldn't resign is because he knew that it's not. Uh, how can I say this without sounding like a. My bad. How can I say this without sounding like a dickwad? It's not I'm a fish in a huge ocean, you know what I mean? And it's damn sure not I'm a big fish in a small pond. It's I'm going to go to somewhere and actually have the chance to... To uh, to prove to you that I am... Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know your worth. It's like I've been saying, if you work anywhere, you know your worth. And if, you get, if you're not getting what you know you're worth, you're not going to be happy. You'll want to go to somewhere else where you can get what you think you're worth. And what I liked about that ending segment... They didn't make Kenny look like a punk. He mm. fought yeah. back. Yeah, he did. Because in WWE, he fought with a broken nose. And WWE, how many times have we seen that somebody, will, uh, somebody will debut or somebody will attack from from, from backstage, mm. and said person getting attacked, no offense whatsoever, yeah. just catches a beat down. Oh, he just had a grueling match. Okay, doesn't mean that you can't try to fight back. Yeah. It doesn't matter how grueling it was. At, At least throw your arms up there. Yeah, throw your arms at least. I love the fact that, oh man, he's gonna get demolished by Dean Ambrose, uh, by John Moxley now. And nope, he fought back. He tried it all he could. Yeah. To you know stop. He's the- overrated, so we got his. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you cheer for the iconics. You have no say. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, man, Moxley, uh, he's he's definitely made his presence known. And again, like I said, you know, earlier, presentation and perception makes all the difference, you know. And this is an example of when you let when you let a, a, a creative person do their thing, offer their ideas to the table, let them show you what they can bring, not just off, not just reading off scripts and whatnot. This is what you get. You get Moxley. Like this is this is the Moxley we should have gotten in WWE if if Vincent Man wasn't such Vincent a raging egomaniac. Balls to put a John Moxley in WWE. Right, he did. You gotta listen to the interview. They're not suplexing anybody in WWE on barbed wire ropes. They're not huh? putting anybody through those. What do you have? A, what do you call those hmm. uh, uh, bulbs? Those holidays. Flo- the fluorescent exactly. bulbs. Exactly. You're not yeah. throwing some money into an audience. But You're it's not, not. It's not just about the death match this stuff. Dude trust me. It's crazy. WWE is PG. They yeah. are teaching family friendly. You don't want a Moxley on a yeah. family friendly you gotta show. You got to listen to the show because trust me, he, he explains what he was trying to do. Yeah, he was he was trying to do so many other things and so like he he he, he just came off so passionately about how he wanted to tell the story in the ring and he wasn't allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know and how he would put his input into what he wanted to do storyline wise or character wise and they're telling him no and he's got to follow. Some story that some writer wrote that doesn't know him for fucking a hole in the wall. Yeah, which is that that, w- that would be frustrating, yeah. which is true. Like if you are building a character, even in movies, that person gets into that character, and that's yeah. how that movie becomes good. If that movie if that, per- that star isn't into that character, that movie's gonna suck. Yeah, you're a movie buff. Yeah, you know if the person's into it, you're gonna be like, okay, this was a good. Same thing in wrestling. If the person's not into it, it's going to be stale. And this is why everybody's always had that opinion of Dean, of John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whatever you want to call. It's like, ah, it just looks like he doesn't feel like it. It looks like going through the emotions, or mm-hmm. oh, you know, it could be so much better. And Half it's like Ross just going through the motions. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of these guys, I can understand the older guys and the guys with families like a KO or AJ Styles. They're just there for the paychecks. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. They they got a family they want to shore up. Dean has no kids. He just got married. He said it in the interview. He he's paid off his house. He paid off his mama's house. He, he, he good. He's, he he's good. He yeah. Seven yeah. He's good. He's comfortable. He's he's good off where he can go work in these shows for fifty dollars and not have to worry. His wife still works full time, and stuff like that. They have no kids. You know, I can understand a uh, you know why uh, AJ Styles. He's in his forties. He's got kids. Yep. KO, he's pushing 40. He's got kids. I can understand those guys. Okay, you're in it for the paycheck. You've been busting your butt for 20 odd years in the indies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, Ambrose was busting his butt in the indies for like maybe five to 10 years before he got to the He was still, re- he's still relatively young. He's what, his early 30s, mid 30s at best? Ambrose? Yeah. yeah, early 30s. Mm-hmm. So he's still young. So he has that option. He did the smart thing. Now it's like any other any other profession. Some guys, you know, you got college athletes who spend all their money before they get paid, and then they're broke playing sports and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ambrose did the smart thing; he paid off his stuff. Yeah, took care, thought about the future before the future came. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. A lot of the older guys, I understand. You're in it for the paycheck. You've been doing this, Shinsuke. He he resigned because his family loves it over here. He's already killed himself over in Japan and everything. What more does he got? He knows he's not going to be WWE champion. Mm. Right. Shout out to them because they actually got a hustle going on between being, well, between Mox and Renee. 
Renee's getting that WWE, still getting that WWE money while and for, for what I heard, WWE insurance. He signed. He signed a seven a seven figure. Yeah, but he signed a seven-figure contract with AEW. It's not like he's getting paid a couple of hundred thousand. Yes, Britt Baker's contract might be more than Adam Cole's because he's still on an NXT deal. That's yeah. the sad part. Yeah. That's the sad yeah. part. Yeah, it probably really is because they don't. What is it, like a hundred thousand the most somebody gets paid down there? No, no. guys, are we doing high gear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but I yeah. Work. I got a word. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got a one-year-old who yep. does not quit. <laughs> yeah. So, and don't forget. I've been up since 6.30 this morning. I've been up since 3.30. Team no yep. sleep. High five. All right. Yep. 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 And, <laughs> why don't you sleep? You, you got no excuses. And, don't and give him no high five. Take that back. And I think no kids. I'll, <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up here with a final comment here by uh, Rinaldi, who says, uh, uh, to all those loyalists out there, AEW is AEW. We may have wrestlers that used to be in the WWE, but they are looking for something different, something new, something something to feel that they can be more creative with their talent and show the world what they are capable of doing in the ring instead of doing 15-minute promos and only give four-minute matches for every hour you're on the air. Us wrestling fans don't want to sit down for promos. We want wrestling, and AEW is bringing it. Thank you, Bernard. Don't say it any better. Seriously. Yeah. Like, yep. We used to sit down and get That's Mr. Impact, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, just so you yeah. know. Back in the day we used to we used to we used to get what, forty five minutes of promos in total and the rest was matches. Now we're getting fucking fifteen minutes of matches and the rest is promos. Yeah. Indeed. How you gonna do this? We, I ain't got no. I, I, I already done. I already done going off. Uh, we, we, yeah. done we done ran. Uh, we done ran. Ranted on ranted. Ranted out. Um, I, I I will say like one brief final rant before we wrap up too. Um, real real quick. Um, to, and to all to all the uh, fans out there who say who say that like you know Moxley or like others are foolish for leaving that WWE money behind. You gotta understand like not just in professional wrestling but anything in life. Money isn't everything. Like, when you think about it, I don't care how much money you make or how little money you make. I don't care how if you're struggling to pay bills on time or if you can pay bills without without a second thought. Money is shit, okay? Money is shit because money is not the biggest priority. When, when, you, when you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, what do you think about what drives you? What, 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 what drives your passions? What, what, do you, what, what skills can you bring to the table to the best of your ability? You know... That's not reflective on 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 the on how many zeros are on your on your paycheck. You know, you got to be proud of like the work that you put in day in and day out. Whether it's your career, whether it's a podcast, whether it's like any kind of endeavor that you're doing. You know, a paycheck is not indicative of happiness. Money isn't happiness. You know, so understand that moving forward. You're like so for all those who decide to you know follow their passions. You know, whatever, whatever it is, and however, however, however much money you make or don't make, you know, your talent, talent is the la- is the real value. Talent is the real currency, and and money just goes like that. And at the end of the day, like you can make all the money in the world, but once that money dries up, and you don't have any legitimate skills or talents to your name, what what what, what was your life really worth? What was your life? What did, what did your life really mean in the end? So I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. That's why I've always said, if you don't love what you're doing, then... Well, some people actually do stuff just because they love doing it. You know what I mean? I play video games, but, and not because I get paid, it's because I love doing it. Yeah, I mean, right. 
My man DJ is how many he probably does get paid, but I'm gonna let you know he probably loves doing it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be the best paid thing to be the most successful in life. People define your own success and my success is my happiness. If I'm happy doing what I am doing, I'm as successful as I wanna be, period. Yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why I always tell people who are like, oh, that person's ungrateful in wrestling, or like Sasha Banks. Oh, she's ungrateful. She's not happy. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Why keep doing it if you're not happy? Exactly. How many people? Are po- Dean Ambrose pointed it out. It almost killed his love for wrestling. Yeah. Something that he loved as a child. Exactly. Jericho said the same thing. Almost killed his love for wrestling. Mm-hmm. WCW almost killed his love for wrestling. Yeah. CM it happens. Punk said the same thing too. Sometimes you just gotta go out there and re- rediscover your love. Yeah. Mention Tiana on, on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tiana. On that on uh, on on that note, uh, thank I you. On that, one. <laughs> on that note, uh, thank you for watching and thank you for listening uh, to uh, to the Codex Prime UWO Experience AEW Double or Nothing. Let us be thirsty. <laughs> <sighs> Shaking my damn head over here. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us on the podcast. You can catch uh, UWO on uh, Facebook Live every Wednesday evening. <laughs> you can catch uh, Codex Prime everywhere: uh, YouTube, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. Twitter, Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. So uh, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. Later.